chili hot. I like my chili so goddamn hot you can cook a hog's ass in a spoonful. And when I'm looking for that real hot southern chili, I go for grandma's goddamn hot chili. It's full of bastard bacon bits and the sweet maple goodness that you know and love. Mm-mm. That chili is hot. Goddamn hot. Ask for it at the Yabs Pod store. Welcome to Yabs Pod, everybody. My name is Dalton, and this week I am joined by my good buddy, Jeremy. How the fuck are you doing this week, my good sir? Uh, it's been it's been one a week. week. She looked at me, <laughs> mommy. Essentially, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's actually true. Let's see. Yeah, it's been been a week. Um, uh, what the fuck did I do? Same shit as always. Um, work, come home, play video games, take care of the dog. You know, been a uh, sounds very reminiscent of my life. Yeah, it's been a rough mental health week, just kind of in general, but eh, it is what it is, you know. Um, yeah. What else? I don't know. I got, well, that was last week. I got that Yabs Pod hat. That was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> what else? Yeah, it's been yeah, a kind of uneventful week. Like, I started playing Ghost of Tsushima on PS5 last night. That's pretty fucking cool so far. That game's rad, dude. I have uh, I started a save on the PC through that PlayStation Plus thing they're doing now. Oh yeah, and even streaming, like it ran pretty fucking well. Dude, and one of the coolest the things in that game satisfying. to me is the fucking standoff feature. The standoff is so fucking cool. So do you know what I'm talking about? I don't believe I've gotten that far yet, but please, you can tell me. It's not too far in. Um, basically, if you come up to like a Mongol camp or backstory for anyone who doesn't know loose plot you're japanese samurai in feudal japan and you're fighting off a mongolian invasion of your island that you live on so as a samurai you come up to a camp or wherever it gives you the option when you walk to the gate you can press it's either up or down on the d-pad for a standoff and basically you come up and you say send out your strongest warrior and like one dude comes rushing to you you hold down triangle and Jen like grabs his uh, the handle of his katana and just kind of slides it out of the sheath just a little bit. And you hold down triangle. And when the guy like swings a sword up to come at you, you let go of triangle and just like slow motion. Jen just rips his katana out, just slices the dude across the face and just like spins around. I mean, it's, it's poetic, like all slow motion, just instant one hit kill on that guy. So it's kind of a quick time of it, but it's, fairly fairly lenient on how quick you have to let go of that button and it's not like random button it's always triangle you press it down let it go when the dude comes at you and you fuck him up that sounds fucking awesome i started it with japanese audio because i wanted to play it a little more authentic but those motherfuckers talk so much that it's like I felt like I couldn't focus on how beautiful the actual game was because I was constantly having to watch the subtitles at the bottom. So I was like, you know what? I switched it to English. I was like, I'll play through it. And then if I decide I want to play it again, I'll play it in Kurosawa mode with the black and white, like film grain and Japanese audio. I think that would be a lot cooler because I already know the story. So I won't be as focused on what's being said. So um, I can get that. I get that. I have that uh, sometimes in like animes where like I'll 
read the scene and then if there's stuff going on i'll rewind it and go back and just watch what's happening in the back you know oh yeah Yeah. uh that's about it what about you lots of work um i so my (laughs) i have an issue Uh um it's not really a major i mean it could be a major one i guess but like so my boss comes up to me the other day and she's like hey i just want to let you know you're doing a really good job thank you i appreciate that i'm like i'm working hard i'm trying my best you know and she goes uh we, uh, I'm going to open up a position for switch hitter and I'd like you to apply for it next week. Okay. So switch hitter is working up front and learning and doing that stuff, but also working in the pharmacy and learning, uh, learning how to do pharmacy and stuff like yeah. that. Right. Getting a pharmacy certified. Which so should be a, a pay increase too. It, it would be, Yeah. it would be, but there's a problem. It comes with a DT. Uh, now piss tests, whatever, you know, I've got the I've got the stuff to help with that, but uh, they mouth swab. Ah, uh, and uh, ain't no getting around that. Ain't no getting around that. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, fuck, man. Um, so there's a good chance that your boy's gonna have to quit smoking pot for a while, and uh, I've already decided I'm gonna become a whiskey guy <laughs> or a scotch guy. Um, Rob from PlayStation Access was talking about that his favorite scotch to just sip on while he's playing a game is this it's called i think it's l-e-i-c-a-i-g like leche it's, yeah. it's weird it's 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 made on it's distilled on the isle of mole and it's a scotch whiskey there's a place in gainesville that carries it so i'm gonna get some and try it i ordered myself i have them in the freezer right now like the big uh like the uh silicone ice tray that has six big cubes and then the one oh, that's yeah. got the six uh spheres Oh, yeah. Or I can have just the one cube of ice or two cubes of ice, and that's it. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'm prepping. Somebody will give me a bottle of that when I get paid. Um, Do what they, else? They make scotch ice, like silicone ice molds of like the Death Star. So it's just, like one yeah. big Death Star ice ice ball. I almost ordered one of those, and then I didn't. But I figured on payday, or once I get the whiskey, if I enjoy it, you know what I mean? I'll oh, order yeah. one of those because that'd be really cool. Oh, yeah. They also sold them uh, where you could get skulls. Oh, yeah. Right? And then they had one that was more expensive by like 20 bucks. But it was this thing where it makes the skull ices. or ices. It makes the skull ice, but it makes it completely clear. Yeah. Instead of oxygenated where you can't see through yeah. it. You know what I mean? And that's hard. That's like when we went up to uh, New York. Uh, and visited my brother in Brooklyn. My brother and his wife took us to this speakeasy. It was so cool. It was this just, we were walking down the street and there was just this black doorway yeah. over a staircase. So we go in there, we go down, we knock. The person cracks the door open. How many? Four. Okay, I'll be right with you. And they shut the door again. And then you have to stand there and wait and wait. And then they let you in and they take you in there, dude. And it was this, dude, it was like dimly lit, uh, brick walls, real just, the mood was amazing. There was Sinatra playing. Oh, yeah. The only thing that was missing was like a haze of cigar smoke, you know, because they don't smoke inside indoors in New York anymore. But like, dude, the the drinks there were fantastic. I got a uh, an old fashioned and it on on a rock, and it came with a completely clear ice cube oh, yeah. in it. And my dad asked the girl how they get them completely clear, and she said that they order a massive block of ice. Yeah. And they just chip away all the oxygenated ice until they're down to just the clear shit in the middle. And then they yeah. cut their cubes out of that. And I'm yeah. like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of them will do uh, to get the the sphere of ice. 
they have this mach- this thing that you actually like put the chunk of ice in and it presses it into a perfectly round that's yeah. freaking so cool those machines are just cool as fuck to watch because they'll just put the ice in and the thing will just slowly go down and then when it comes out it's just a just a globe ball. of ice yes it's awesome <laughs> i'm yeah. so amazed by technology sometimes oh yeah um let me see if anything else interesting has happened at work i don't believe so I've just been working my butt off. Um, I know in November everybody gets a two dollar raise. Nice, because they're they're moving the base pay to thirteen from thirteen to fifteen an hour. Nice. Um, Jess did tell me today. So when I first heard that my boss wanted me to apply for that position, I was talking to my shift lead Kayla about it, and I was like, oh, I'm a little I'm a little worried about that drug test. And she goes, You smoke weed? And I went, Yeah. I was like, I don't do anything else. Like, I'll pass for all the stuff that I'll be working with back there. But, I mean, I, I do smoke pot. And she goes, hmm. I don't. She's like, I don't want you back there anyway. Like, we want you up front. We want to train you to be a shift lead. Like, we need you to be a shift lead. And I was like, well, I, I don't know. So, I ended up emailing my manager and telling her that I thought that my skills, because I've been a shift lead before at yeah. Harvey's back in the day. I was like, I think my skills are more benefited towards that. Well, I'm talking to Jess this morning when I went in and opened with her. Which, by the way, I went to work this morning at six forty-five. Woo! Not used to that anymore. <laughs> but uh, so me and Jess are sitting there and we're talking, and she was telling me that when she heard that, uh, what's her face wanted continue. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy just like reached over it and just pulls out a, a piece of cheese and just starts <laughs> eating it. That was just it threw me off. Um, so she pulls me like, or she she said. So I heard that she wanted you to apply to go work in the pharmacy and me, Kayla and Miss M all as a group marched into the office and we were like, listen, we know you're taking Lane to work in the pharmacy and there's, you know, whatever, that's fine. You're not taking Dalton from us. We are training him to be shift lead. Like, and that is just the end of it. And apparently Trisha was like, okay, okay, whatever. So anyway, Jess tells me that shift lead is also a bump in pay. Yeah. You know, so, if, so it's like so say i go i think she said shift lead is 17 an hour right now and then if i get pharmacy certified that's another dollar 50 an hour so that's 18.50 an hour but with base pay going up two dollars in november i wonder if everybody's going up two dollars because then like yeah. if i could eventually be making 20.50 an hour a dollar i mean a minute away from my house bro that's what i'm talking about oh yeah so Hopefully, you know, hopefully that's a thing. But then I'm still, I'm worried about that drug test, man. Cause like, what if I lose my entire job because of exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah, Even that's... if I like, I told my mom, I said, I'm going to smoke what I have and then I'm just not going to buy any for a while just in case. But like, if she wants me to apply for that next week, yeah. I'm not going to be clean by next week unless I like, before I go in for them to mouth swab me, I like, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me yeah, now? You're, you're still kind of glitchy, though. Let's see. Try try now. Can you hear me now? Yes, that's working, buddy. Can you hear me now? Okay. Well, that's going to be fun to edit. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Yeah. Mark that down. 1545. <laughs> uh, oh, it was long before that. But yeah, about 1545 is where it ends. Uh, that's when we came back, yeah. Um, anyway, so you were saying that you didn't think 
you could get clean in a week. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I'm gonna need to like like right before I go in for the the DT or whatever. If I need to uh, swish a bunch of alcohol around my mouth or something, <laughs> just try to kill off anything that's in there. I don't know how that works. I don't know if that works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that would work. Like I know if I drank this detox thing that I have, I don't think that would help my mouth. I think it helps with piss, but not your mouth. I don't know. Yeah, and it's not like you can get somebody else to swab for you, right? Yeah, I wish if one of the people in the pharmacy was just like, hey, could you just like swab your own mouth and stick it in there? <laughs> That'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. I don't know anybody back there like that. Then you get fired for like heroin and crystal meth and a bunch of other shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Other than that, dude. That's like, uh, I know it's I know it happened at the plant before uh, dudes getting their girl to piss for them and then coming back that she's pregnant. <laughs> That's always been my biggest fear. It's like so it's like you're fired and your girlfriend's pregnant. Yeah, that's why I've never wanted to get pissed from a girl. <laughs> At least not in that way. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, uh. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we're talking other ways, I mean, I'm I'm not going to say no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, don't want it for a piss test. Other than that, man, uh, it's been an interesting week uh, as far as just things behind the scenes, planning of the uh, spooktober that we're doing for the steam machine. It should be a good time. Nice. Speaking of steam machine, um, <laughs> so Willie was going to pick Yakuza Kiwami for the next episode, and Nate said not to. So, scratch Nate off friends list. <laughs> there. Goodbye. <laughs> Nate's dead to me now. That's, and he forgot your question. <laughs> and he forgot my Spider-Man question. <laughs> the bastard. That son of a bitch. Are you sure you don't want to f- just fire him off the steam machine? You just, <laughs> just fire him. I'm sure he uh, he's a good guy. <laughs> he he has his moments. I, I love those guys. I'll keep him around. <laughs> That's gonna be my villain origin story. Yeah, yeah. Nate forgot your fucking question. On <laughs> Nate forgot my question, so now I'm just gonna burn down the whole world. <laughs> it would be hilarious if uh, there was like a, a movie about that. Like the uh, the the concept yeah. album that at the very end it's just like you didn't answer my question. Well, what was your question? And then you ask it and he gives you an answer and then it's like <laughs> okay and then you just stop. <laughs> it's like, That's it. I mean, isn't that more or less what happened in Amazing Spider-Man two with Electro? Like yeah. Spider-Man didn't say hello to him or some shit and he got super pissed off and fell into a tank full of electric eels and became a villain. <laughs> Because Spider-Man was mean to him. Yeah. I think Spider-Man like forgot his birthday or some shit. I'm probably grossly oversimplifying it. <laughs> I love that movie, so don't come at me. I think it's fucking great. I just haven't watched it in forever. I love Andrew Garfield. I think he's amazing. And he's Australian, which makes him even more amazing. Yeah, shout out to Adam. Yeah. Adam and Andrew. A couple of awesome Australians. But uh, And Chris Hemsworth, because he's Australian too. Wow. While we're on the subject of Yakuza, sir, um, yes. a lot of Ryu Gagataku this news this week. I'll say we both had a medical emergency this week because our dicks exploded. <laughs> they did. Well, my, my dick has exploded a few times this week, but only one of them was because oh, of yeah. Uh, Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. Ryu Gagataku put out all kinds of crazy shit. So for those who don't know, they are the studio behind the Yakuza series and the judgment series um so i played judgment recently 
the game is amazing, and but it wasn't getting a PC port because of some bullshit with the the lead act lead like actor's likeness and the talent agency that represents him didn't want it put on PC. Apparently they worked that out or, you know, they hired actual Yakuza to go kill those people or something. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, cool. It's on. So the Judgment games are on PC now. So Dalton, Nate, and Willie can play them and see how awesome they are. Dude, I watched the trailer for Lost Judgment last night while I was waiting for Ghost of Tsushima to finish downloading an update. I got to go get that game. That game looks absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. And I think they just released a DLC for it, the Kaito Files. Nice. Dude, Kaito is such a such a cool character in that game. He's like ex ex Yakuza that's become like your the main character's like partner in the like private investigation firm. Man, he's so cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I really look forward to checking those out. Especially since like we oh, were talking yeah. just recently. Like that's another thing that like they listen to us, I swear. Yep. Because we talked about yep. man, I wish that was coming to PC and boom, it it is. And then uh not only that, but then uh, I I don't know if you have the information pulled up about it, but they announced no. Like a Dragon Ishin. Yes, which fucking hell yeah. When I saw that trailer, uh, Ostara was at the store watching the state of play with me and I was like, it's a samurai game. Oh my God, it's Yakuza game. Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm so pumped. <laughs> I like flipped over that game. So apparently it's based on real people from that era in japan but they are played nice. by the quote-unquote characters from the yakuza series yeah so like the main character looks like kiryu though his name is not kiryu and then one of the guys looks like majima yeah. even though it's not majima i just thought that was really cool then oh, yeah. they also released two other announcements there's also like a dragon gaiden the man who erased yeah. his name which is about kiryu between the time of Yakuza 6 and Yakuza 8. Now, I'll get to that in a second. But it's kind of telling the story of what happened to him between them because in Yakuza 8, it's going to be a dual protagonist story with Ichiban from Yakuza 7 and Kiryu. Yeah, because Yakuza 7 is Yakuza like a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're Which just... Which is, in Japan, is like a dragon, like a dragon. Yeah, and now they are switching over to where they're just going to call it like a dragon here as well yeah so like well i don't know are they going to do that or is that just going to be for the side story stuff because i mean technically they brought out yakuza 8 as just yakuza 8 uh i'm not sure it might be just the side stuff but maybe it's uh it's gonna be sweet <laughs> i can't oh, wait yeah, i can't wait i can't wait for you guys to play judgment judgment is so fucking good like Oh, man, it's just, it takes Yakuza and, like, turns it up to 11. Oh, it's so good. Our our amps go to 11. That might be a a game you guys should do for Steam Machine. Like, but it's, you're going to want to invest, like, you're going to invest a lot of time in it, but you're going to want to. Like, it's not going to be a game you feel like you have to sludge through. I I spent a ton of time with uh, Yakuza 0. Did the plot in that game is like a roller coaster man with all the twists and turns in it it's ridiculous i love a good twist and turn you're gonna get motion sickness if you play that too much of that at once <laughs> so 
we don't have a ton of topics this week because we have a plethora of questions from the, our wonderful listeners. But uh, yes. something else that you have written down is about old Lamborghini. Yes, yeah, so so I got a notification on my phone the other day because I'm a car guy that Lamborghini. So Lamborghini does two production models at a time. They've always done a V10 car and a V12 car. So like you had the the Lamborghini Gallardo and the Lamborghini Murcielago. You had those the from Need Lamborghini, Speed. yeah. <laughs> you had the Lamborghini Huracan, and then you had the Lamborghini uh, Diablo, maybe Aventador. Uh, the Aventador. The Diablo is an old, old model. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm an old, old guy. <laughs> yeah. Now I love the Diablo. It's one of my That's favorites. So, so beautiful. Um, and then they do like flagship cars. Like there's a new Countach. They've done like the uh, Venino, the Sesto Elemento. A lot of like one-offs or you know, very few are made and they're millions and millions of dollars to get one. Yeah, like the uh, um, the, uh, the Nina, the Penta, the Santa Maria. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, the Huracan is the V10 car. The Aventador is the V12 currently. Um, interesting fact for those that don't know, Lamborghini doors are only on V12 cars. So, the Gallardo and the Huracan do not have those. They have standard opening doors. Um, kind of defeats the purpose of buying a Lamborghini, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Um, the Huracan's replacement will not have a V10 anymore. It will have a twin turbo V8 and electric assist. The reason that's happening is because the government's cracking down on emission standards for auto manufacturers and so they're having to squeeze it into a much tighter emissions window but i mean as a car guy it kind of sucks because manual transmissions are all but gone in new cars there's like less than a dozen cars currently made with manual transmissions anymore um wow really and now yeah like less than 12 models i think um then you got to deal with uh, all the big, you know, look at me. I I definitely don't have a small penis. Engines and stuff are getting kicked to the curb for electric and, you know, turbo and all these more efficient, which don't get me wrong. These more efficient engines are fast as hell. You take a car with 500 horsepower now and you put it against a car with 500 horsepower from the 60s, it's it's not a comparison. Like, cars are built so well now that they're just, they're all around faster cars. Like, they're doing away with manuals and stuff like Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff because you can't shift a manual transmission as fast as that car can shift itself. So, but it's something like, I know people who are listening who drive manual transmission cars, I'm sure Adam knows because I know over there it's a big deal. It's just something about shifting your own gears that just feels good. Just pushing the clutch pedal I, in, you know, slamming gears. My mom had a, uh, a Toyota 4Runner when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. That thing is a bad motherfucker, dude. She used to pull out mud trucks that would get stuck with her 4Runner, right? Like That thing was just a oh, sweet yeah. fucking truck. And it was manual transmission. And unfortunately, that truck died before I ever had a chance to learn how to drive it. Oh, uh, that stinks. Yeah, so I've never really gotten a chance to. Because, like, none of my friends wanted to let me learn on their car because they didn't want me to fuck anything up. 
Yeah, the, and that's a, the clutches, completely understandable. clutches are hard to change out. Yeah, completely understandable. Um, so um, I just never learned. Now, some, something I'm about to do whenever I have money, which will probably be never, um, whenever I get my racing rig, I have a steering wheel and pedal set up. And I have a PlayStation uh, G, G920, I think, uh, force feedback wheel with the, with the three pedal set up. For sixty bucks, you can get a shifter for that. Nice. So I'm gonna get that and set it up on the rig for my PS5, and I'm gonna get a copy of Gran Turismo Seven. Technically, you could learn how to drive a manual transmission on that rig because it's got a clutch pedal. It'll have a shifter just like a normal car. So you could literally go in there on like practice tracks and just practice driving a manual transmission, rowing through the gears and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and you're not going to tear up any clutches. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's what I was telling some friends. Like, if I ever get this set up and you want to learn how to drive manual, come to the house. I'll teach you in the living room. I'll make a drive up to North Kakalaki. Yeah. In my automatic. <laughs> you, so, so I had the understanding of how manual transmissions worked, but I never actually owned a car or like driven one for any extended amount of time. I knew how to do it. It's just I had to put it into practice. So you know what I did? What? I went and bought like a $30,000 Nissan 350Z with a six-speed manual transmission and drove it home during rush hour. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I may have ran a couple red lights because I didn't want to have to stop and try to start again at the and line. shift down. So, yeah. I, like it was yellow and I might have – it might have turned red before I got across the line, but – I think I just bought one and started driving it every day and the best thing in the world to do. I want to say my first experience with having to learn how that works, like how it works, like the general idea was on PlayStation one. I think it was need for speed, high stakes. And I, and I believe when you were racing the guys for pink slips that it was a drag race and it was manual only. So like I had to learn when to shift and stuff so I could beat the game. (laughs) Oh yeah. But, uh, I would always shift just normal driving around like 4,500 RPMs. But I mean, you can redline it. You can, there's timing is the biggest thing to learn in a manual is, is moving from a standstill. If you can time your clutch release right and get off the line, second gear can be a little shaky depending on how fast you're going. After that, like if you're going down the highway, after that, it's just push pedal, shift, let off pedal. Like it's not, it's nothing to it. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it though. I'd love to have another one if I could afford anything right now. I can't fucking pay attention anymore. My problem would be, uh, I don't want to stall. Yeah, yeah stalling kind of sucks. Um, when you have dickhead friends that know where you're learning how to drive a manual, and you pull up to like a stop sign on a hill, and they pull right up to your back bumper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I will hit them. Fuck them. Fuck them. If they're gonna be dicks, they can have that dent. Enjoy. Now, now, while you're figuring out like your clutch release spot, always remember if you give it a little too much gas and let off the clutch, all you're gonna do is spin the tires a little bit, and then you'll go. So it's better to do that than not enough gas, and then you stall it out. So yeah, see, you just do do a few wicked burnouts until you get your timing right. Fucking wicked awesome burnout, bro. Bro, um, now yeah, I think I'll just stick to automatics for now. But it's something I would like to learn eventually. 
And like you said, like well, if I could like ever I said, afford a rig like you've got, then yeah, I would. Yeah, I would try. If that. You can get you a, get you a sim racing rig and just practice driving like a pedestrian. I would love to have one for the PC because there's that game. It always goes on sale for cheap. I think it's called like Assetto Corsero. Yeah, uh, Assetto Assetto Corsa. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you look through the comments and stuff, and people are like, "This game is unplayable with a controller. You absolutely need this oh, yeah. game is made for a wheel and stuff like that." The the big ones on PC are iRace, iRacing, um, Assetto Corsa, and BeamNG. Dude, BeamNG is more like a physics simulator kind of thing. BeamNG looks so fun. Oh, it looks fun as hell. Like, um, but yeah, dude, I play like I play F one. Um, I play like Forza Horizon. I'm I'm excited now that I have a a wheel and pedals whenever i get my rig i'm gonna be super excited for the new forza motorsport i'll probably play a shitload of that um i want gran turismo 7 to get psvr support because that would be dope as fuck to be able to like get in a lamborghini or like some fucking badass car you'll never have a chance to drive in real life put the fucking vr helmet on so you're sitting in the driver's seat having a steering wheel a clutch pedal a shifter as it feels like you're actually in the car driving that would be the coolest shit in the world you know i remember on ps4 i had a game that was gran turismo that was vr supported um i want to say it was gran turismo sport. sport yeah that's right yeah sport had vr support yeah yeah that was pretty fun um kind of gave me motion sickness maybe maybe i'll buy a copy of sport and uh just pop it in the old PS5 and put my VR headset on. Does the but like GT7 just looks so fucking good that I feel like if you if they got good VR like PSVR2 support, like that would just be epic to be able to sit in the car and just drive. And isn't it interesting that PSVR2 is not going to support any PSVR1 games? That's weird to me. It's, so there's got to be something it's very weird. <laughs> something drastically different about it so yeah oh well, i'm sure it'll be expensive and i'm sure i won't get one because i don't have a ps5 but yeah. well, i'm sure it'll be like psvr2 doesn't support psvr games but buy accounting plus deluxe buy moss deluxe basically just resell you the same game yeah again i would that's kind of been playstation's mantra i would buy i would buy moss again I don't know about any of the other games that I have for VR, but I would buy Moss again because that game's really good. Uh, I bought Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. That one was pretty cool. That's one that I would like to um, play all the way through. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it can de- you can de- if you have motion sickness, it's not the smartest idea to try to play that game. Oh, word, because it'll it'll fuck with you a little bit. But like, I don't have motion sickness whatsoever. But when you go down those like big steep drops. My stomach kind of unsettles a little bit. Oh, yeah. I would be like... Yeah, it's like... I took some Dramamine first. uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's just kind of like my stomach kind of like jumps a little bit in my body. Because apparently that's a phenomenon where your brain is seeing movement, but it's not feeling it with your body. So it kind of short circuits a little bit. And it's like, I don't know what to do. Throw up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So uh but yeah man that's that's hey, your brain's just like what the fuck's going on yeah i don't know just throw up that's that's the go-to that sucks though about the, the lamborghinis man that's just weird but i mean i, yeah, I think it's, it's a mission thing the world we live in now yeah 
I think. I mean, I get it, and like it's good. Let's save the environment and all, but I don't know. I feel like it's it's kind of shitty for the government to be like, you need a catalytic converter on that V six car you're driving, but we're gonna launch satellites into space three times a day, three hundred sixty five days a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but there's a lot more cars than there are rockets. True. Yeah, it's like when people say, and I don't know, this might be true, it might not be true, but like that giant dairy farms are a detriment to the the ozone and stuff because of the methane that all those cows put out because they're farting so much and it's like we only have that many cows because humans eat them like otherwise their species would not be as plentiful as it is like and yada 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 humans suck end of story (laughs) i mean you just put all the cows indoors and you ventilate filtrate the farts out (laughs) filter the methane out of the farts (laughs) Oh god, but where does the methane go? Sounds like a name of a kid. Let's power kid's cars book. and shit with it. Yeah. Where does the methane power go? Power cars and shit with it. Put a V ten back in the Lamborghini and make it methane powered. Just hook a fucking cow fart up to it. <laughs> Instead of going to gas stations, you just go to your local farmer's house. Just fucking stick a hose up a cow's ass and do the siphon trick. So suck it oh all the hose. Oh my god. <laughs> Put it in your gas tank and start puking all over the dude's driveway. Dude, Jesus Christ. He's like, what the hell are you doing to my cow? <laughs> Same thing I do to your daughter. Zing! Yeah. Um, Sticking a hose up ass like I did to your old lady. And then you get shot. Speaking of, have you seen any of those videos on like TikTok and shit of the two dudes arguing? He's like, hey, what's your name? Tony, what's your name? Or he said, Tony, oh, yeah. fuck you, Tony. What's your name? Ezekiel, fuck you, Ezekiel, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. You know what I did last night? You're about to not bring my mother into this. I fucked your mom. I built that fire over there. Oh, nice. Then I fucked your mother next to it. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, those guys are hilarious. Oh, dude, that's some of the funniest shit. I like the uh, the little cartoons who were like the little guy, and he's like, I hate everybody, and the guy's like, Hey, don't say that. You don't even know me. And the guy's like, What's your name? He goes, Steve. Go fuck yourself, Steve. <laughs> tremendous uh what's your song of the week my good sir my song of the week is by a young kid named arden jones he's uh been blowing up on like tiktok and instagram and stuff lately um but the song's called indifferent and it's kind of how i've been feeling this week it's kind of like indifferent to everything it just felt fitting so indifferent by arden jones oh yeah check it out I, what about you? I believe that this is the third time that I have recommended this man. All right, so that should tell you something. Way to be basic, Dalton. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. There is nothing basic about Britney Slays. <laughs> um, Unleash the Archers, and the song is Soulbound. It is just so fucking good, and that chick's voice is incredible. Um, but I guarantee you... She wears those fucking gray leggings and the boots with the fur on the top and drinks pumpkin spice lattes when she's not doing her metal thing. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I don't know. She's a nerd. Like, they play D&D on Twitch and stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, co- comfy okay. pants and some coffee. Like, that's nothing nothing wrong with that. I would do that shit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's basic, though. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sometimes basic's all you need. But uh, yeah. I would like to throw a, a dedication out to uh, someone listening. They know who they are. And the song is No One Like You by the Scorpions. I was thinking about that song earlier and like not only the lyrics and that's why I do the dedication, whatever, but like dude, the guitar 
work in that song is uh, so good. Their lead guitar player, I mean, really both their guitar players because they do dueling leads. They are so in sync with one another. Like, fuck, their guitar players are good, man. Like, I hope I'm that good one day. That's the Spider-Man villain, Scorpion? Yeah, yeah, his band. Yeah. 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 When he's not fighting Peter Parker, he's he's making music to pay the bills. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's out there singing, like, here I am, rock you like you're in Brooklyn Bay, and things like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> rock you like you're Spider-Man. I want pictures of Spider-Man. Here I am. Come and fight me, Spider-Man. Yeah. Hmm. If if you could see me right now, because we had to disable video, if you could see me, a light bulb just went off above my head. Like, hmm, that could be a cool cover. I, did, I got requested earlier this week by my friend Megan to write her a song about potatoes, because she said there's a song about corn, and she loves potatoes. But Nice. My thing is, though, I don't know if I can write a song about potatoes that's going to be as good as... We- as the corn song. It's cold. No, no, no. There's a potato song by Weird Al. Oh, uh, um, uh, yeah. Addicted to Love. He did Addicted to Spuds. Yeah. And yep. I don't know if I, I, know can, I, don't know if I can top that. Like, Maybe I'll just cover that and send it to her and be like, here you go. <laughs> like, I didn't write this, but it's, it's me singing it for you. Speaking of, I think I sent you the video of the dude. I'm sure you've seen it before where he does the, uh, the Danzig cover, but it's Butter. But uh, did you? I don't think you sent that to me, or I haven't clicked it yet. I think That's I sent tremendous. it. I sent it to you. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, heavy set dude, no shirt. And he's just singing us. He's singing Danzig's mother, but he's singing it about butter. <laughs> he's like, but uh, you're the reason that I am this way. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so good. Um, I have to see if I can find it again and send it to you. Speaking of Danzig, I mentioned this anytime people mention Danzig because everybody knows Mother. That he got beat up on stage that one time? Well, well, there was that, and then there's the video of him getting knocked out backstage by somebody. I don't remember who it was. Somebody just fucking punched him, boom, yep. dropped him. But no, uh, yep. he's got a song. It's an album cut off one of his albums called Skin Carver. And it is, I have no other way to describe it as it is one of the meanest sounding guitar riffs. Nice. I don't know like any other way to, to describe it to you, dude. Like, go listen to Danzig Skin Carver. It's so good. <laughs> he's tiny too, isn't he? He's not a huge dude. I want to say he's like maybe he's... five eight, five ten, but he's buff. Nope, he's five three. <laughs> no, I think he's taller than that. Google says five three. No fucking way. That dude's fucking five three. Really? Hold on, I gotta double check. How tall is Danzig? Jesus Christ, wow, he is way shorter than I thought. Five, three. I just found the funniest shit. It's a it's a picture of Glenn Danzig. It says, practice social distancing. Yeah. It is recommended that you keep a distance of six feet between you and everyone else. Glenn Danzig is three foot two inches tall, so stay about two Glenn Danzig height units away from other people. <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> in contrast, uh, Peter Steele from Typo Negative was six foot eight. Yeah, like that's dude. He's like a foot and a half taller than Danzig. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but yeah, man. So that's the songs that we. I guess you want to dive into these questions we got. Yeah, we got like four pages of questions, so we should get on these. All right. Up first, question from Jeff. Being someone who grew up with depression, I relied on music and video games to help my mood, and I can relate to that. 
Yes, sir. But there were days nothing would work, and I would cause bodily harm to myself. Did it ever get that point with you? Or did it ever get to that point with you? For me, no, but I'm also kind of a pussy when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. Like, I can't stick myself with needles or anything, so, like, now I had gotten to a point where, like, I've talked myself out of suicide and stuff before, um, so it's, I know where you're coming from. It gets pretty rough sometimes. Um, what about you? So, growing up, I remember I cut myself one time, and I used a, oh. a jagged shard of glass, and I still have the scar from it, and I didn't like it, like... You know, some people got a release from it, and I understand that. Um, although I do not, re- you know, I don't condone it. Don't you know? Don't don't yeah. do that to yourself. But I, I just it hurt like a motherfucker, and that's it. Like it just it didn't yeah. make anything feel better. It's just now I had a fucking hurting wound on my arm. Um, yeah. My problem now, now I'm depressed and my arm hurts. Yeah, my problem was when I would get angry in high school. Like I guess it was oh, like yeah. my anxiety and depression building up, and then people would piss me off. I would punch poles. Oh, yeah, I punched a lot of shit. And I've punched brick walls. I've punched holes in my wall at my house. Like, I don't do that anymore. Like, I've gotten it under control now that I'm older and more mature. But, like, you know, I'm paying for it now where, like, my right hand when I'm at work sometimes just fucking hurts, dude. Like, my pointer finger and my wrist both are just... I'm sure I fucked them up punching stuff back in the day and it just didn't heal right, you know? Um, Oh, yeah. But, honestly, what really helped me start getting out that emotion was doing vocal covers oh, yeah. like just grabbing the microphone and doing some videos of me doing like slipknot or uh devil driver just heavy shit and just i call it primal scream oh, yeah. therapy where i'm just letting out my anger and emotion through music yep. and um that is that has helped a lot and as far as um controlling my like uh when i get sad or things like that like i can always use that as a pick-me-up these days or like i have you know good friends that i can talk with you know but that was you know back in the day i didn't have those outlets because like we weren't adults so nobody was really and when we were younger like it wasn't it wasn't as accepted you people weren't as open about it you kind of just dealt with it yeah i had a i feel like probably around like I'll say within the last 10 years or so, it's gotten really more acceptable to be open about mental illness and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I can tell you that. <coughs> Sorry, I just hit my bolt. <coughs> um, uh, when I was like 16 or 17, I fell head over heels with this girl I was best friends with, but she didn't see me like that. So I was like, yep. I spent like a year or two just like trying to convince her otherwise. And it ended up getting me like so depressed and stuff that. Back then, my friends just like stopped hanging out with me because I was sad and they didn't want to be around me because I was a mood killer. And yep. nowadays, I feel like my friends would be more like, you know, hey, let's talk. Let's talk about this. Let's get you through it type. Whereas back then, we were younger, we were less mature. And like you said, it wasn't as widely accepted that, yep. you know, people deal with mental health. And and honestly, us growing up being dudes, uh, there was a lot of like, suck it up, be a man. No, I never heard that from my parents. My dad is very much against that type of thought, luckily. But a lot of my friends and their dads were very much like that. My grandpa is very much a keep his emotions to himself type of guy. So there was also that. But uh, 
I hope that uh, I hope that you're feeling better these days, Jeff. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and if, if you yeah. ever need somebody to talk to so, anybody listening, if you ever need anybody to talk yeah. to like me and Jeremy, we're both open message for you. One thousand percent. If you're feeling that way, reach out. Either of us will talk to you about it. Um, like they said, I'd rather. What's the saying? Uh, I'd rather I'd rather listen to your problems than listen to your eulogy. Yeah, something along those lines. Something like that. Yeah, and I would rather like stay up late talking to you than having to wake up to like one of my friends being gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we don't have a lot of listeners. We can't afford to lose any of you beautiful people. <laughs> yeah. So reach out. Talk to us. Reach out and touch we, fate. I know we talk a lot of shit. We have a lot of fun on here. But yeah, if you're hurting. Don't suffer alone. Yeah. Let somebody help you carry that burden. Because I don't know about Dalton. I know I've been finally willing to accept pharmaceutical help and actually get so I can talk to you about that stuff. Um, me and Dalton have dealt with this shit most of our, I know me at least most of my life. Yep. I can help. We can tell you coping mechanism. We can help you with something. If nothing else, we can help you point you in the right direction. Yeah. So, and I, I wonder if, yeah. if growing up with those feelings and stuff, and I know you can relate to this because me and you have had this conversation before. And I hope you don't mind me bringing it up. Not that it's personal or anything. But oh, like, no. So, like, I, I've been talking with this friend recently and, like, she'll, like, give me a compliment or something like that. And I, like, almost don't know how to take it. Like, it, it it's like it makes my week just because I don't hear that stuff often. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Courtney will message me sometimes, too, and be like, I hope you have a good day, cutie, or something like that. And it always makes my fucking day. It makes my week. I'm like... Oh yeah, because I am so not used to hearing that shit anymore. <laughs> so it, it's always uh it's always nice. So I appreciate those uh -oh, that you're cutting out again. I appreciate those that uh, do that and send me those messages. Did you say I'm cutting out again? God damn it! Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. I heard you say like Courtney would say, "Have a good day, cutie," or something, and then and then I cut out. It's okay. The rest technical difficulty. The rest of it's in the episode. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> I was just thanking them for it. Uh-oh, you might be gone again. Um, Jeremy, it's not my internet. My internet's fine. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes. Beautiful. God damn it. Yeah. So, uh, 5420. 5420. Yeah, I might leave that one in. Fuck it. <laughs> no, I'll make a note anyway. 5420. Um, anyways, yeah, so... Like we said uh, before the technical difficulty, just if you're having issues, reach out to us. Um, and Jeff also had a piggyback off of that. Um, what songs and games would help cheer you up? Um, let's see. Games is usually whatever story game I'm currently enjoying as a way to sort of sort of a way to escape my reality and be somebody else for a little while. I can sort of immerse myself in this character and i don't have to be me for a little while that always tends to help um as far as music it's usually stuff that's faster and more upbeat um pop music stuff like that um but like Ostara and i talked about this fairly recently like music that lifts me up only lifts me up while i'm listening to that song and then soon as that song's over, I'm back down. Whereas depressing music takes me down and keeps me down there. So, I don't know. So, it's funny because as far as games, me and you are on the same page. Like, story-driven stuff. Yeah. I think that's why I've always been a huge fan of RPGs. 
because I can escape into these worlds and I become these characters, you know? Yep. As far as music goes, though, I am very much the opposite. Um, I always go to stuff like Typo Negative, um, Korn, Zeromancer. Some of it's upbeat, you know what I mean? But a lot of it is like dirgy, slow, especially Typo Negative. Um, Specifically, they they have a couple songs. Uh, or a few songs uh, that come to mind. I Don't Want to Be Me is a great song. Um, Everyone I Love is Dead is a great song. Uh, World Coming Down is a great song for when I'm in those moods. Uh, Anesthesia is another one that's just fantastic. Uh, how how yeah. Could She? Just They have a lot of songs that really help with that type of mood, right? Um, oh, yeah. But then this one specific song from Korn that I used to listen to all the time when I was upset over uh, this one specific girl is a song called Counting On Me. And uh, I'll sing you a little bit of the chorus only because that's the only way I can really remember how it goes. But it's like, uh, count, counting on me, always hoping I'll be there for all of your problems in turn. You're never there for me. You suck the life out of me. You hate everything you see. I can't take this anymore. I always stay when I should leave. And like, I would always listen to that. And uh, that's a really fucking, it's an emotional song when you listen to it. Um, uh, God smacks I fucking hate you helped sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Puddle of Mud, She Hates Me. That was more of a song that would make me laugh. But yeah, yeah. I, I do enjoy some um, old Puddle of Mud. So a song that does something similar for me was always... uh self-esteem yeah offspring fuck right bro yes the offspring yeah yeah dude yeah self-esteem yeah they have another one um that i think i've recommended you listen to before i'll send you a link to it if i remember it's called uh, it's off of their album splinter and it's called race against myself it's a really good fucking song i should do a cover of that although man singing singing like that guy is fucking hard oh yeah (laughs) i love uh you're gonna go far kid is a great song oh yeah i mean offspring just like they know how to make bangers (laughs) Oh yeah, like uh, very few Offspring songs I will not listen to. Yeah, and anytime that song "Far Away" comes on, I crank the radio and get a tear in my eye just remembering what that song's about. Oh yeah, like, it's fucking how he wishes he could trade places with his dead wife so she would still be alive. Like, oh, fucking heartbreaking, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, all right. This next question is from Christina. What is your favorite childhood memory? Hmm. Let's see. It's going to sound fucked up because I'm an adult, but when I was in the summer between sixth and seventh grade, and I would just sneak off with my little girlfriend and like make out and finger bang, that was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's what she was after, though. So I'm going to try to think of some actual childhood memories that don't involve finger banging. I always enjoyed uh, Christmas. Like Christmas was always amazing. Um, one birthday, I got like $120 in cash for my birthday. I went to Walmart and I blew it all on Power Rangers toys. And it was the happiest I think I've ever been in my life. Fucking right. Like I bought so many Power Rangers toys. I used to do the same thing, but I would go and buy wrestling figures. Yep. And Oh, I had wrestlers too. I had the little plastic ring. Yes, bitch. I had tables and all kinds of all shit of like for it. It was fucking fantastic. That's some of my favorite childhood memories. Oh, you still playing there? with my uh, playing with my wrestlers? Can you hear me now? Try it now. Yes. Jesus fucking Christ! I don't know what's going on with Discord tonight. 
Discord's being a bitch. Oh, huge bitch. I, I'm sorry, so listeners, I didn't if I hear, don't edit all of these out. I'm going to try them. <laughs> you didn't hear. I did not hear any of your favorite childhood memory. Okay, so most of my favorite childhood memories that I can remember are like playing with my wrestling toys and like Christmases and getting. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, Christmas morning, my dad or my mom or somebody handed me uh, like a case to open because they thought it was one of the movies that they had gotten me. And I opened it up and it was a PS2 game. <laughs> nice. And my dad went, oh, all right, well, I guess you should open that big box next. <laughs> and I opened it up and it was a PS2. And I was like, yeah. Because I think the game that I opened was Metal Gear Solid 2. And it was oh, just nice. Like, oh, I think. At least that's what's in my memory. You know, there's no telling what it actually was. But in my head. You're like, you're like wait, I don't have a PS. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Peter. Peter. Yeah, Peter. Uh, I was going to ask you if you would like to uh, sign this petition to come to the policeman's ball. <laughs> Nah, so, oh God. sorry, Joe. Uh, we already signed up to go to the fireman's bowl, and we're not we're not going to donate any more money. Oh. All right, I'll remember <laughs> that when. Uh, go ahead and uh, call them next time you're being raped. <laughs> uh, Patrick Warburton's a national treasure. He's fucking great. Like, I started that because I, of my love for Seinfeld, and I just got good at the yeah, putty <laughs> high five. And it's kind of I've <laughs> it's it's funny because it's the same voice, but Joe is very different to do. I don't know, like, cause Putty oh, Putty yeah. just doesn't talk all that much, so it's yep. very much just like a, yeah, go Devils. Like, it's <laughs> way easier to do him than it is to do Joe. So, also one of my favorite childhood memories to keep this Yabs Pod on the Yabs Pod tracks. <laughs> uh, my parents had a VHS copy of Porky's. When I found out what Porky's was, oh yeah, I watched that movie a lot. And if you have never seen that movie, that is a. Stellar, stellar comedy movie. It is funny as shit, but there is a whole lot of bush and tits in that movie. Kim Cattrall, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. I so I used to watch TBS at night and Sex and the City would come on. Oh, yeah. And it was all edited. I didn't get to see anything good, but uh, still would beat off to Kim Cattrall. And the girl that the woman that played Charlotte, I don't remember her name, the brunette chick. Oh my! Oh yeah, she was always the hottest one to me. Stunningly hot. Yeah. Um, I I wasn't really attracted to the other two chicks, uh, the redhead and then Carrie, the main character. I yeah. They just didn't do it for. Now, don't get me wrong, they're pretty women. They just didn't do it for me like uh, the other two. I need to go back now that I have access to HBO Max. I should yeah. go watch those uncensored so I can see some titties. I gotta say, it's actually it's a, not the worst show ever. My, my mom loves that show, so I good, watched a bunch of it with her. It's a good fucking show, bro. Like even w- oh, I, I yeah. used to watch it without the nudity, and I was younger, and oh, I yeah. still would watch it. Like it, it's got good story to it. Yep, it's pretty good. Yeah, so I mean, fuck it. I <laughs> mean, like I said, HBO doesn't make bad shows; they just don't. Yeah, it's really they should make a show about me and give me some money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they need to make Yabspot into a show so we can get paid. Here's the here's how I would imagine the the premise of Yabspot, right? It would be me and you sitting across from each other at a quote-unquote podcasting table, starting the episode of Yabspot, and one of us would go into a story about something that happened to our lives, and then it would cut away to the actors playing us doing whatever. Kind of like comic book men where they had the faux podcast table in the beginning, and they'd be like, what happened in the store this week? And they'd be like, oh, well, this was... And then it would cut to what 
they filmed. Oh yeah, kind of like that. I think that would work if we were to ever do a Yabspot show. Yeah, I think that would work. Just a bunch of mini movies. Yeah, just basic stories about us. Yeah, like one, maybe one week it's like a story from my youth, and the next week's a story that you had from your youth or whatever. Like, it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I kind of already covered this with my wrestlers, but uh, Christina wanted to know a uh, favorite toy as a child, and it was definitely my my little wrestling figures and stuff for me. Mine was probably the Power Rangers, specifically the ones where they were unmasked and you could like press the button on their back and the little head flipped around in the chest and had the mask. Head. I had one of those. Holy fuck. I had that whole set and I played with those all the Fucking time. Fucking right. I had that and the Dragon Zord. The Dragon Zord was cool as shit. I remember I had the Green Ranger that he would do that. He would flip between oh, yeah. helmet and not helmet. I would always make the Blue Ranger, the Pink Ranger make out because <laughs> I've been a pervert since I was a little kid. <laughs> I mean, shit. I remember having imaginary girlfriends and stuff when I was real young. Like I'd pretend that I was like, oh, oh yeah, you know, me and Stacy keyboard just chilling. <laughs> yeah. uh, next one's from Willie. Favorite Doritos flavor. I'm a pretty traditional Doritos guy. Um, It used to be Cool Ranch. But now I'm leaning more towards the nacho cheese. Get that little bit of spice in there. So I want to give a shout out to the sweet chili ones. They're really good. But so my favorite's not available anymore. So I'll give you my current favorite that I get. And it's the spicy nacho cheese. They're really good. The one dude. So there for a while, Doritos had these line of chips that were called late night snacks. Yep. And one was cheeseburger flavored. One was uh, one was something else. I don't remember what. The, the thing was but then the one that i really liked was jalapeno popper oh yeah yeah I remember it that. was just like it had like this cream cheesy but spicy flavor and it was so good right but they got rid of that line you can't get them anymore now yeah for people that know what those were like and how good they were hear me out totinos uh, not totinos i'm sorry tostitos they make the uh corn chips yeah has habanero corn chips like that and they're like the little circular ones they're not as yeah. spicy as you would think being habanero but they taste just like those fucking doritos oh, nice. and it's so good bro <laughs> they're so good me and my dad will destroy a fucking bag of those um okay let's see fenris wants to know have you ever been self-conscious about something jesus where do i start hi i'm jeremy i don't think we've met <laughs> i'm self-conscious about everything so i have tourettes i have somewhat bad teeth i don't like my teeth they're probably not as bad as i think they are in my head um i have a gut and man boobs like i mean everything about me is <laughs> i'm just self-conscious about everything my voice i hate my voice there's hair growing out of my ears now that i'm older everything's fucking weird and i don't like it so yeah the tourette specifically has been an issue since like middle school and i just kind of learned to live with it but it's definitely something that people will ask me about and it's, I'm always more self-conscious about it when people ask about it. That makes sense. But I mean, some people might just be curious, you know what I mean? Like, but, but yeah, I get a lot of people are, yeah. I get what you mean though. Like, I mean, like there used to be people that would like call me blinky and shit like that. Just trying to be assholes. Like I don't, I cared in high school and stuff. I don't give a shit now. Like I remember, uh, when I was working at the plant. My brother worked in the farming department and guys back there would be talking shit about me and he would like, like talk shit to him about it. And I'm like, I appreciate him like standing up for me, but I really don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me. So I'm good. 
Yeah, it's like, what the, but, what the fuck do those people have to do with your life? Absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, for people that don't know, I do have a form of Tourette's. It's more physical tick, so it's blinking. It's like arm twitches and stuff like that. Um, it's not as bad as a lot of people have. Um, there's actually a stand-up comedian whose name is uh, Sam Comro. He has Tourette's, and he's fucking hilarious. I see like his clips on TikTok and stuff. Man, he's so damn funny. Like, he'll say it like, if you have Tourette's and you see someone else who has Tourette's start ticking, it's almost like a yawn. It's like, oh shit, they're ticking. Time for me to start ticking too. And it's just like you just mirror each other and get worse and worse. <laughs> but I don't have like, I don't randomly curse. All my curses are intentional. Um, I don't like yelp or make any noises or anything. So it's not terrible. But it's to the point where some people can see me and be like, what's wrong with that guy? So, but like I said, I kind of just, just deal with it. Um, let's see. I think mine, one of them is definitely my teeth. Uh, my bottom teeth are crooked as fuck. And like, they're not the whitest, even though I like, I brush them all the time. They're just not the whitest. Oh yeah. Um, I think the main thing that like, I used to be way more self-conscious about being fat. Um, and if I could give, if my ex deserves any credit, um, it would be that she really helped me get over my self-image issues. Like, she's oh, like, yeah. yeah, you're a big dude, but, like, you also got a swinging big dick between your legs. Like, you're a really nice guy. Like, girls who look past the fact that you're a bigger dude are going to benefit from it. Like, and I was like, yeah. well, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> what Bobby says, so what, I'm fat. I'm also funny. I have friends. I have a girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> The, the so yeah that's that's a big thing is i'll say about being self-conscious is most of the shit that you think about yourself other people don't notice because people are inherently a little self-centered at least some are a lot self-centered but yeah they don't usually notice the shit that you're super duper concerned about yeah and and like i've mentioned before that i've got that mole down in my crotch area right and oh, literally yeah. no girl has ever mentioned it to me except one. Um, and I mean, let me take that back. They've mentioned it, but not in like a mean way, except one girl. Yeah. One girl was like, that shit looks weird as fuck. You should get that removed like ASAP. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, well, thank you. I'm about to hate fuck the shit out of you. And I did. Nice. Um, but like most girls just like they ignore it because it's just like it's just a body thing. Like it's just there. Like we, if we get a thousand followers on Patreon. Dalton will post a picture of his dick mole. Uh, well, let me clarify. It's not on my dick. It's not on my balls. It's just near them. Like well, there in you the pubic. He'll show you his dick and balls and mole. The pubic area. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? Sure. If we, if we get a thousand followers on Patreon, I'll show my dick and balls. <laughs> That's five grand a month. I, I'll show dick and balls for well, that much. It's a grand or five grand. Either, either way. True. We'll take, we'll either take way, it. dick and balls will come out. Yeah. I'm a whore. <laughs> I'm an expensive whore, but I'm a whore nonetheless. Yeah, I think that's the that's the biggest thing I've always been self conscious about. Um, I what what made me self conscious about my weight for the longest time was the girl that I was really into that I was trying to change her mind. One time, told me, and I really don't know if she remembers ever saying this or not, but she told me like, Dalton, you would be the perfect boyfriend, but you're fat, and I just don't date fat guys. I date guys that look good next to me when we're walking together. Yeah, and that's some fucked up shit to say to somebody. Bro, it de- fucking destroyed me <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> for a long time. 
Yep. It's only here like recently within girls, all like three of you who are listening to this. Um, <laughs> don't ever tell a guy you want someone just like him, because what you're saying is I want someone just like you, but who isn't as ugly. And that shit hurts. Yeah. See, when I when I want to say something like that, I always say, like, I wish I could have a clone of you. Like, just yeah. just a clone. Like, looks just like you, acts just like you, that but isn't taken. That'd be sweet. <laughs> but no, I, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, that that would st- that stings yeah, a little. We, I know we've both been through it. A lot of guys have been through it where you're like some super, super cute chick. You're super into her, and she's just like, oh, you're such a nice guy. I wish I could find a, a guy like you. And you're like, well, I'm single. Like, oh, well, you know, you're like a brother. Basically, what she's saying is, is you, yeah, you're like a brother. You're too ugly for me to date, but keep keep doing nice shit for me. It feels good. <laughs> well, I bang all these fuck boys and then complain to you about them. Which, like I said, I'm not shaming anybody. You have to be attracted to somebody to be in a relationship with them. I'm one of the first people to say that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that shit sucks when you're told that specific way it's like oh yeah i want somebody like you but eh, not you this uh so this next question for some reason i'm picturing fenris like putting his two pointer fingers together and looking down at him when he asked it he's like so uh have you been asked what your favorite color is yet (laughs) like you know like (laughs) the nervous honor yeah (laughs) uh what's your favorite color jeremy so that's a dynamic question I feel like for everybody. Not me. Um, I like to say my favorite color is purple, but in all honesty, it's probably red because I love red shoes. I love Ferrari. Like red is my color. Your blood. So that I, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm red with a purple in a close second. So I'm going to go like my favorite color. 100% is purple. I love it. I've always loved it. Um, my favorite absence of color is black. There you go. So. Or I guess that would be all the colors put together. Whatever it is considered. I do love black a lot. Uh, Technically, black is the absence of, co- absence of color. And white is all the colors together. Which doesn't make sense to me. Feels like it should be the other way around. Yeah. But you're not talking about a piece of paper. You're talking about the light spectrum. So black is darkness, which is the absence of all colors of light. Yeah. Whereas white is the mixture of all colors of light. And then you take all the paints and mix them together and you get this like darkish blackish brown. It's not white at all. Yeah, you get this like doo-doo brown. The world is a lie. (laughs) The world is a lie. We're living in a simulation. (laughs) The cake is a lie. And it sucks. Um, Yeah, uh, I love black and green together though. Like black and green is awesome. And and black and red and black and purple. Just like black goes good with any color. I love... I love what I call Miami colors, which is like hot pink and teal. Yeah. I fucking love that co- color combination. That fucking Miami subs like, look. Yeah. Like that's the colors for my F1, my team car. It's like the Miami teal and pink um, sort of Vice City or not Vice City, Miami Vice sort of. I mean, Vice, Vice like, City would the, work too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also love like, do you play Rage 2? Not yet, um, but I do have it, and it's on my list of games to pick at some point. I love that like post-apocalyptic mixture of like pink, red, white, black, like with a bunch of like graffiti art, kind of like that that aesthetic. Yeah, I love that aesthetic. 
Rage 2 just had it in droves. Um, Far Cry New Dawn had it. Like, I just love that particular like color palette. Hell yeah. I love I love pink too. Like I don't give a shit. I love the color pink. It's not, it's not, like, not I try to find I try to find men's shoes that have pink in them, which is really hard. But I love bright, vivid. Like the shoes I wear are Champion. I forget what the like model of the shoe is, but it's like neon green. It's mostly black, but there's neon greens and pinks and stuff in it. And dude, I've gotten so many compliments on those shoes. Like it. And it feels good. Like you said, guys don't get a lot of compliments, so we hold on to the ones we get. And, like, I love those shoes because people talk about them all the time. Hell, yeah. Well, that's what's up, man. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to find... I want to start wearing what's called asymmetrical shoes, where you wear two different shoes at the same time. I'm trying to find a company that makes a solid colored sneaker in both what Splatoon colors. Hot pink and, like, neon green. And I want to mix and match. So I've got, you know, one one set of green and pink, one set of pink and green. And just wear them like Splatoon colors. I think that'd be cool as hell. Do it, man. Do it. The problem is fucking finding them. Finding shoes that are solid pink in men's sizes are ridiculous. (laughs) And I wear a size 12, so I ain't going to be no getting a woman's size. (laughs) That had to be like a fucking 16 or some shit. Fucking had to go to that store Peggy Hill goes to. (laughs) I uh, yeah, I wear a fourteen, so I feel you, dude. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, when you wear like a fourteen, you just kind of wear whatever you. I can take find. what I can get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fucking right, bro. Although I told a buddy of mine, um, if you have Ross there, I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot of like size fourteens at Ross, and they're pretty affordable. Hell yeah, and like Nikes and shit like that. Hell yeah, dude. These shoes that I got for work, uh, are nice, and they're steel toe, which absolutely saved my toes one day up there, but uh nice they're not the most comfortable to walk around in after a while like it gets to the point where i've if i've been working six to seven hours like every step i take hurts my heels i don't know how to understand oh, yeah. it it's like the muscles hurt in my heel get a well i don't know it probably wouldn't i'll say get thicker socks but i don't know if that would help i might try uh like some um, dr shoals or something yeah because get some of those walmart like custom fit orthotics yeah and those might help um you gotta put your bare feet on that nasty ass thing though so nah, I'll wear, take some out al- socks take some alcohol wipes and wipe it down first yeah. um you might want to take some holy water if you're gonna <laughs> be barefoot at walmart um i found at ross for anyone who doesn't know what ross is ross buys like factory returns and clearance shit and stuff like that from bigger stores and for pennies on the dollar and then sells it at a discount so I went at Ross one day and they had a set of, I'm pretty sure they were size 23 Nike sneakers. Damn. And I picked these shoes up and I was like, holy fuck. Like these shoes were so fucking heavy. Man, you got to be like seven foot tall to wear these damn things and be able to like walk around in them. <laughs> yeah. It was, your fucking calves are just huge muscles. Oh yeah. You could have you bought them and then just like cosplayed a Sora from Kingdom Hearts 1 with the giant shoes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Be like, I'm Shaq, but I shrunk. <laughs> so this next question, I'm gonna let you answer it. All right. What is the average airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Oh fuck! What did he say? Is it European or African swallow? <laughs> African? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. I haven't watched that movie in so long. But yeah, let's see. 
You shall not pass. Tis you shall not pass. Wrong movie. It's just a flesh wound. Yeah, that's the right one. Yeah, he's not letting the person buy. Nope. Can't let you buy. You shall not pass. In the end, it's concluded that the airspeed velocity of a European unladen swallow is about 24 miles per hour or 11 meters per second. There you go. The real question is not about swallows at all. King Arthur in the movie had two coconut shells that he banged together to simulate the sound of a horse galloping. Yep. <laughs> so the real question here is, can a swallow carry a coconut? Or what if two swallows carried the coconut? They fashioned up some kind of string. <laughs> God, that's such a good movie. Tremendous. Um all right, so... Th- I love at the end of it how they all just fucking get arrested. <laughs> God, that shit was so funny. The next question is from Fenris, and I like his little uh, parenthesis. Favorite brand of vehicle, parenthesis, that you can afford, dot, 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 Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what's affordability? Because right now I can't buy a fucking Hot Wheels. Um, I'm going to say that an average person can buy... Like average average income, probably like Mazda. I really like Mazda. Oh yeah, Mazdas are sweet. They're solidly built Japanese cars. They usually have a lot of features for relatively low price. Um, yeah, I'd probably say Mazda. Uh, going Boss GT. I guess that's not a brand. Yeah, no. Uh, I like Dodge and I like Toyota. Like I, I. I'll probably say Toyota because I drive a Toyota Tacoma and like it drives well. Like I haven't had many issues with it at all. Oh, that makes me think of that G Easy song. He's like, "You drive a Toyota, please define flex." <laughs> Dude, I love G Easy too. I want to be rich so I can be like him. <laughs> uh, let's see. If you ever have kids or more kids, what would you want to name them? One for a boy, one for a girl. So, I have my girl name set. Um, You're not going to like it as much, but it was my grandmother's name, and I always just really liked it. It's Savannah. That's okay. I've known nice Savannahs. It's all good. Um, (laughs) For a boy, uh, I played around with the boy a little bit. Um, Did you now? Sir, I'd like you to take a seat. I've I've played around with boys a little bit. (laughs) Take take a Um, seat. Just take a seat. So, <laughs> I always liked Austin, but one of my best friends is named Austin now, so that can't happen ever at all. Um, I always kind of like Hunter, too, but that's kind of like basic white bitch. So, I kind of like Jameson. Like, when me and Jen were together, um, it was me, Jen, and Jonathan, so it was all J's. So, we talked about if we had another kid, what name would we go with? I like Jensen. Jensen Button was one of my favorite F1 drivers, and I think Jensen is just a cool name. She was adamantly against it, so I think we settled on Jameson. So I, I mean, I like that name. It's a it's a liquor. So. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so yeah, that probably be mine. What about you? So for a boy, I've always liked the name Nile. That's why I use it as my music t- thing. Like I've just I've always liked that name. Uh, there used to be a guy Smashing. on Smashing. No, not Niles. Just Nile. Uh, there was a guy I'm on we'll call him MTV. He was like uh, one of the VJs, uh, black dude with dreads, and he, his name was Nile something. He was a really cool dude. Um, always thought that was a sick name. 
for a girl, I've always loved the name Kylan. Um, that sounds pretty BWB. Yeah, that's cool. Whatever. Go fuck yourself. I really <laughs> don't care. Like Kylan, uh, K-Y-L-Y-N-N, Kylan. It's just always been really pretty to me. Really, like if I could do it my way, I would name her Kylenia and then just call her Kylan, but that's just me. She'll have to learn karate or some shit because mean bitches will be mean about that. Yeah, well... Like, why are you named like a fucking spaceship from Star Trek? And that's when she, and then she just karate chops him in the throat. Nah, dude, you give her like shut up, bitch. Teach that bitch the cunt punt. Yep. Kick that bitch right into Twitty. That's my purse. I don't know you. Goddamn right. Whack. So this next one comes from uh, some some douchebag. Um, what is the worst time you ever shat your pants? From Jeremy. That was not from me. We there's oh shit. How is it not from you? Who was that from? I put the wrong name on the show notes. Oh, you. Well, oh, well I'm going to leave it to you to go look, Let that me. motherfucker. So, yeah, I'll go look. You uh, Wor- tell about the worst time you ever shit your worst pants. Worst time I ever shit my pants. Uh, well, there's been twice that I can think of. Um, once I was younger and I was in my South Park boxers and I don't remember what happened, but like I went to fart and I shit my britches and ruined them and I threw them away. That was Jeff, by the way. So, oh, okay. Well, Jay, Jeff, Jay, you Jeff you're not a douchebag. I thought this question was from Jeremy, and Jeremy is a douchebag. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of a douchebag, Jeff, but <laughs> we love you. You're all right. We like you. Yeah, we like you. <laughs> um, the other time was like I was sick in bed, and uh, I felt like I, I had let out a couple farts. And uh, the last one, I just I felt some grease, and oh. I was just like. Oh no! And I got up and I went in the bathroom, and sure enough, I had shit myself. And I was like, on top of being sick, I just had to shit my pants too. Like this is just fucking great. And and it was, I swear to God, it was karma because in the Tadpog Discord, shout out to Tyler and Dave, play old games, Tadpog. Um, Grim had posted because there's just this thing where in in the Tadpog Discord, if you just type, well, the count's back down to zero. Everyone knows that you shit your pants. That's that's just what it means, right? <laughs> the day counts back down yeah. to zero, and. uh Grim posted that and I laughed at him because I just thought I thought it was funny. People shitting their pants is funny to me. Like it, it is it is what it is. Even in retrospect, me shitting my own pants is funny. Um and he goes, Man, that's not cool to laugh at that. And I was like, What? I would totally expect you to laugh if I did it. And he goes, Nah, man, I'll just like feel bad for you and hope that everything's like I hope you're feeling better and stuff, which made me feel like a complete asshole for laughing. So about a week later is when I shit my pants and I posted it in there and Grim replied to it and he's like, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I hope you're feeling better. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> at least throw, <laughs> at at least throw an LOL on there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if you shit your pants and tell me, I'm going to laugh about yeah, it. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> That's why I won't tell you. So, as an adult, I do not recall ever shitting my pants as an adult. Impressive, sir. But I have two stories to tell. One time I thought I shit my pants at work um basically i was working at the plant sweating my ass off literally sweat running down the butt crack let out a mean fart apparently it blew some of that ass sweat out betwixt the cheeks and i was like did i shit my pants like fuck i don't know like i was running a machine at the time so i couldn't like go to the bathroom and check i'm like uh i don't know if i did or not like my butt feels all wet and like like uh uh, did it happen? 
<laughs> and then like finally I got to like off the machine and went to the bathroom and like just ran a piece of toilet paper up there and it was just sweat and I was like okay good I didn't actually shit my pants um god the other time I was in like probably first grade um this is a story told to me by proxy of my mother um apparently I asked to go to the bathroom and I didn't make it in time shit my pants so little like seven year old whatever jeremy six seven years old however old you are in first grade had the brilliant idea took my underwear off flushed them down the toilet wiped my butt went back to class so then i get home that night my mom's getting ready to give me a bath she takes my shorts off and says where are your underwear and i start crying hysterically (laughs) so you can only imagine the reaction my mother had to that yeah, you can only imagine how my mother reacted to that. Because, like, I'm, like, seven. I think I'm going to get in trouble for, like, shitting my pants and flushing my to- underwear down the toilet. My mom's sitting here thinking that her kid got fucking molested at school or something. Like, what the fuck she's going to do about this? Yeah, that was probably took a good, like, five years off my mom's life, I'm sure. Oh, God. It's, like the, but it's yeah. like the opposite of that time that, I fell in the bathtub and landed on my big bird toy and it tore my asshole. And my dad's like, Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Your your dad's like, you sure we can't just put some ice on it and wait for it to heal. (laughs) I don't want to take him to the hospital for this. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I've had some close calls where like, you know, diarrhea, cha, cha, cha. Yeah. But like, you feel that like, Oh God, and you like clench your butt cheeks oh, together the bloop. but yeah the bloop feel, like, yeah. it's like where your stomach, never- your stomach goes bloop and it drops and it's like oh god yep dude okay so let yep. me ask you something being a guy i don't know if this happens to girls uh ladies that are listening please do inform me <clears throat> when you really have to piss and yeah. like you get in uh, now this doesn't necessarily happen to me in public but let's say you're at home and like you're playing video games and you wait till the absolute last second to get up and go piss yeah when you get into the bathroom it's almost like your body knows you're in the bathroom and you got about 10 seconds oh, yeah. to get your fucking dick out Yep. or else you are going to start pissing. There's yep. no stopping it. I don't know what it is. Have you, have you ever got to the bathroom and like you're unbuttoning your pants and I swear to God, it feels like you piss just a little bit, but like there's never any piss in your underwear, but it feels like you started and you're like, Oh God, you get it out. Yeah. yeah it, and then you look and you're like, there's no actual piss in your underwear. And if there is, it might be one drop, but it felt like you just like yeah. pissed all in your pants. You're like, Oh God. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. It's the fucking yeah. worst. <laughs> um, no, what's the worst. And this happened to Jonathan one time and I had to laugh, but I felt so bad for him because it's happened to me before where you're sitting on the toilet as a, happened to me as a kid too so maybe it's a kid thing your dick is perfectly aimed at the crack between the bowl and the seat so you're taking a poop or whatever you just start peeing and without noticing you pee through the crack between the seat and the rim and all over your underwear and pants (laughs) have you ever had that happen as a kid uh i don't remember maybe as a kid when my dick wasn't like at hey not i don't mean to be i'm not only like oh i have a big dick but like one of my dick was like smaller than it is now like I, that might have happened yeah. that's why maybe that's why it's like a kid thing because i remember it happened at one time and we were like at my grandparents house in virginia so it wasn't any like going and changing but i think it happened to jonathan at school and i felt so bad for him because i was like but you know he was in like 
first grade, so they keep a a change of clothes in their book bags because they're gonna have accidents. Yeah. So luckily, I'm like, "Why are you in different clothes?" And he told me what happened. I was like, "Dude, it happened to me before. Like, don't feel bad. Don't worry, kid. You're not cool unless you yeah. pee your pants. All the cool kids pee the pants. It's like you didn't pee your pants. You just accidentally peed on your pants. And there's a, there's a difference. You were poopy. Yeah. Yeah, that's why, like, as a kid, you learn to kind of, like, push your dick down with your fingers and pee. Yeah. Right? A yeah. Little bit. I mean, as an adult, I just sit and, like... Tuck my dick. You just... Well, you, like, lean forward, too, and put your hands on... Put your elbows on your knees and just, like, contemplate how shitty your life is while you're shitting. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're out kind of aiming down anyways. Um, oh, what's worse than that? When you're standing at one of those urinals that goes all the way to the floor, like there's no way to piss in those urinals and not get splashback. I've tried. Like you just got to kind of stand like wide legged and hope that it just all goes in the toilet. <laughs> dude, I know. I like when I like a piss boner. Oh yeah. Like dude, I gotta give I gotta give a lean forward, put my arm on the yep. wall. And, and try to piss like that. Otherwise, like, there's major issues. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you get a kink in the hose trying to push it down towards the floor. Yeah. 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 Or you, like, accidentally yeah. smack that motherfucker into one of your nuts and you're just like, ow. Yep. <laughs> or you're pushing down on it. You start peeing and it slips out of your hand. <laughs> fucking springboard. Oh, yeah. And just, and just fucking piss sprays the whole wall behind like a the submachine toilet. gun spray just up and down. <laughs> um, yeah. Dude, I tell you what I did. I've only done it once or twice, but it's the fucking worst is when you go to sit down on the toilet seat and your nutsack gets pinched between the toilet seat and the toilet. Oh, uh, I don't uh, think I've ever had that happen. So it, it, the only time that I can remember vividly that it happened to me is like I was just I really had to go. So I was like going to sit down as I was lowering the toilet seat yeah. and it just pinched my nuts and I shot up like motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> Dad come and knock. You all right in there? <laughs> yeah my fucking my balls my nutsack got caught between the toilet and the, nut, the seat and it was quiet for a second he goes been there and he just walked away <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right oh, next man. next question from jeff uh if you were to become a teacher what grade and what subject realistically probably high school like automotive or shop class or something i think would be the most i could handle I don't think I could handle kids outside of something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go like 10th grade, 11th grade, something like that. And I want to teach history. Yeah. I go. fuck. I love history. Science class would be cool, but like most people taking shop or auto are interested in those things. Whereas like things like history and science and stuff, the kids have to take. And I just remember all these fucking hapless idiots that I went to high school with. It's like, I just couldn't deal with them. Like, I'd have to fucking choke some kids out. I had a teacher offer me a pat, like an A if I knocked one of the kids out in class who never shut the fuck up, but I didn't do it. Nice. Because I had been suspended so much already. I'm like, yeah, it'll get me in major trouble. <laughs> you're you're going to get an A, but you're also going to get expelled. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, a lot of good that A will do me. Yeah. All right. One from Adam. If you had the time and money to make yourself an expert in any subject, what would it be? So I have two answers for this. I've always wanted to do like blacksmithing. I've always thought that'd be the coolest shit in the world yeah. to be able to make swords and axes and shit. Fucking 100% agree. And 
I would love to become like the world's best pianist. And I had the most fucked up reason to want to do that. Cause I wanted to be like walk around the mall with my friends and they'd have like one of those pianos on display. They go, look a piano, check this out. And just go over there and bang out some Mozart shit. And, like everybody in the mall comes over and starts watching. And then when I'm done, I'm all sweaty and shit. They all start clapping and stuff. <laughs> like that would just be cool as fuck to me. Always so in it for I want to learn how to play piano. Oh, the glory, a hundred percent. I, I uh, like fuck that piano. I just want people to clap and you throw bras at me and shit when I'm done. I would bug you about uh, playing piano for me in my songs. Yeah, I'd be like hey, write write a piano piece to this. <laughs> like I only play piano at random pianos and malls. <laughs> so blacksmithing would be really cool. Um, my logical answer is guitar because I'm no expert. But like, I would love to have the money to be able to afford to live and not have to go to work. So I could spend every day just learning guitar um, theory and things. Like, oh, yeah. it would be a great um, a an illogical. Well, I won't say illogical, but one that is very out of reach, but would be cool is like neuroscience. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just learn how the brain works and all that shit. Like, that would be interesting. Like being the world's best lawyer would be cool too. I don't know, man. I'm already a pretty good liar. I feel liar. like it'd be cool, <laughs> but if you're the world's best lawyer, then like mafia motherfuckers are going to be hitting you up, and then next thing you know, your dog's dead on your front porch, and you know, yeah. So that I don't know. I feel like that's a monkey paw kind of dream. I uh, maybe really really good at like investing. That'd be cool. I would also. You don't have to really work that hard, but you make a lot of money. I think I'd also go magic. Oh, that'd be dope. I have a friend who's a magician, magician, if I can talk. <laughs> and yeah, that shit's just cool as fuck to me. But my hands are stupid. That's why I don't play any instruments. That's why I suck at video games and stuff, because my hands are stupid. My brain knows how to do the stuff. My hands are just like, uh, I can't get it. <laughs> I, so, I don't know why, but like over the years, I've gotten fucking good at sleight of hand. Nice. Like, and I've never really tried it with magic tricks and everything. It's just like I can be sitting there having a conversation with somebody and I can just like snag something off the table and hold it in my hand and they will never fucking know I have it. I remember I took my cousin's like ankle bracelet off one time and she never realized it. I was like, hey, check this out. She's like, where'd you get that? I was like, off your ankle. And she's like, look, she's like, what? <laughs> um, Damn, I had another one. Oh, no, that's what I was going to say. My hands are really dumb, but they're idiot savants. And the the one topic they excel at is the vagina. <laughs> Apparently, they're really good with that, but they're fucking stupid about everything else. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like can't can't throw a ball worth a damn. Can't fucking play any instruments. Suck at typing. Suck at fucking text typing. But yeah, fucking flicking the bean is something that they're good at. This next question is from Fenris. And this is, what is a controversial opinion that you will stand your ground on? I have two that jump out to me immediately that are only controversial to assholes, and that is Black Lives Matter and women's rights are human rights. Yeah, I would say that stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of something where I'm the asshole in that situation. Yeah, me too. Uh, Fuck Dark Souls games. Like, I don't like Dark Souls games, and a lot of people are like, well, if you only were good at it, I'm like, no, I just don't fucking like them. Like if you just try, I don't want to try. I don't like them. I don't um, like. 
this is going to sound weird because I like PvP in uh, MMO games, but I do not like competition games between friends Sorry. at an extent because like there have been plenty of times playing online games with friends where people get fucking heated at one another over a video game and like I just feel like I could do without that. I could, but again, that's not me being an asshole. Like, so I'm trying to think of one yeah. that's me being an asshole. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I don't care about this whole Little Mermaid thing going on. Like, I don't mind that it's a black chick. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah, I don't care. And, like, I remember seeing a video yesterday of, like, it was clippets of all these little black girls that were like, oh, she's black. She looks like me. And I'm like, how can you not look at that and be like, okay, let these little girls have a little representation all these assholes are like, well, what about the little ginger girls? They got the fucking cartoon. They have Little Mermaid from the dawn of Little Mermaid and till 2022. Well, they also have Braid. They can have all of that. Braid's a redhead. They have Brave. They have uh, Brave, uh, yeah, Little Orphan Brave. Annie. They have Pippi Longstockings. Like, they're, they're well represented. Yeah. Let. Dude, I posted some shit that it's probably fucked up, but it's funny to me friend of mine posted a thing about it and i was like wait you're telling me that a girl who lives in a tropical ocean or a humanoid creature who lives in a tropical ocean is not pasty skinned and red haired white jesus will not stand for this <laughs> and like dude so i think the first person to like it was an old white lady so i'm wondering if she thought i was serious but then like a bunch of people started like laugh reacting to it so now anytime i see something racist like or anything about Little Mermaid, I just comment White Jesus won't stand for this. I uh I know that like I've been I, in the past I've, specifically it was the Witcher series that I was like it was weird to me that they cast a black chick in that because of the time period and stuff and yeah. I put more thought into that recently and I think it's more the actress doesn't fit the role than her because I feel like the girl that plays Triss is a is a a, a darker skinned chick and that doesn't bother me a bit so I just wonder if maybe it's the actress that I just don't feel fits the role of the sorceress in The Witcher. Although, in season two, dude, that bitch bad. She's badass. So, like, it yeah. might have just been it. she needed to grow on me. I don't know. It doesn't bother me as much now, is what I'm getting at. So, yeah, I'm try trying to think of another hill I'd be willing to die on. But like I said, all my beliefs lean more... I mean, it may be because they're my opinions, but I feel like they're not on the asshole side. Um... Lord of the Rings is better than like, Star Wars. No. I will die on that hill. No, it's not. I, I'm just saying that's, that's, um, that's see, see, controversial. <laughs> yeah, controversial. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything offhand. I'll have to I'll have to really think about that one. Oh, Brian. Brian, why would you ask this? <laughs> nah, I love you, buddy. Uh, Brian wants to know, what's the worst thing you've ever done to another person? And do you regret it? So, let me tell you a little story about the time I was a pimp. And yes, I do regret it. I had a woman who was super into me. I was in my early 20s. I was a piece of shit. I'm probably still kind of a piece of shit now. I was a piece of shit in my 20s. I'm not going to even try to sugarcoat it at all. So this chick was into me. I wasn't super into her, but I was sleeping with her because she let me and yada yada. I needed some money. So we got to talking and she was like, well, I could just fuck some guys for money and then give it to you. 
and I let her do that. And yeah, I feel I regret it. I feel like it's a fucked up thing to have done. But at the same time, I was a pimp for a little while. That sounds kind of cool, but it was definitely a fucked up thing to do. Well, goddamn, I don't feel so bad about mine now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I turned a chick out. So yeah, that was a fucked up thing to do. Um, the worst thing I've ever done to somebody else that I can remember was I was dating this girl named Mavis. I, I think I've talked about her before. Um, and she cheated on me uh, by kissing her ex-boyfriend. And I'll never forget his name because he has a dumbass name. His name was Tommy Starr. That sounds like a porn name. It does, right? And like you would think like, okay, for one, I think this dude was like 18 dating her when she was 14. So he was a pedo or he was like 17. Uh, you know, it was just, it was kind of strange. Anyways, oh, yeah. um, she tells me that she kissed him and all this and like was was then like she didn't understand why i was so upset about it because it was like it just happened one time he kissed me and and it won't happen again blah 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 and i'm like okay yeah so in return uh i went and i fucked my ex-girlfriend and then i taught my buddy Lyndon how to eat pussy on this girl at a party like i think i've told that story before but i'll I'll tell it again because every episode's a new episode for somebody um just real quickly we were at a party my buddy Lyndon mentioned that he had never eaten pussy before and it blew my mind and I looked at this girl, I won't name her out of respect, and I was like, hey, can I borrow you for a second? Lyndon doesn't know how to eat pussy. Can I show him how to do it on you? And she was like, absolutely. And she just started taking her clothes off and walking into my room. So I was like, follow me, buddy. God, I miss the parties we used to have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were at one party uh, in Gainesville and everybody wanted to go to the pool and I didn't want to take my shirt off because... You know, back then I was more self-conscious and there's this, this girl there was fine as fuck. She goes, no, come on, you take your shirt off. I'll take my shirt off. And she just like takes her shirt off and then pops her bra off with her titties out. And she's like, see, now you take yours off. And then the other, the other girls just took their shirts off and popped their bras off. And I was just like, okay, yeah, here, I'll, I'll pull my titties out too. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh man. So let's see, Adam. If you could have any animal as a pet outside of ones you already own, what would you have? And this goes suitable with Adam asking. I want a fucking wallaby. So Adam, <laughs> if you can make that happen, that'd be awesome. Um, I don't think you can export them from Australia anymore, but yeah, I want a pet wallaby. I think that'd be cool as fuck. Um, most of the animals that I want are all dogs. They're just different breeds of dog. Like I like really big dogs, you know. Um, oh, yeah. But if it was an animal, as a pet that it wasn't one that I already own. Maybe a cow or a pig. Um, that could be fun, you know, just to have like a cow that I could get like fresh milk from and stuff. That'd be cool. Um, I'd have to learn how to pasteurize it or whatever, or else I guess pasteurizing just yeah. helps it be on the shelf longer. I don't really know. Um, oh, Louis Pasteur. Louis Pasteur. <laughs> Every time I think of him, I think of home movies. Now, unrealistically, I would love a panda. I love pandas. <laughs> panda would be cool as fuck. Like if I could have a male and female panda and just have them hang out in like a little enclosure, or not a little, like a decent size enclosure, way big enough for them to roam around with bamboo and stuff. Like that would be really cool. Right. And maybe they'd procreate, and that would be super cool too because they need to. I, l- I always thought it'd be cool to have like a grizzly bear or something like just fucking walking around with you. Like uh, Far Cry New Dawn, I think, had a bear as an animal companion. Yeah. You fucking wandering around with a bear. That'd be cool as fuck, man. Nobody would fuck with you ever. <laughs> Never, dude. <laughs> uh, let's see. From Brian. What is your single most embarrassing memory growing up? 
That's a fucking tough one, Brian. <laughs> There's so many. Um, the one time I was jacking it in the family computer room <laughs> and my mom came in like from work. I think she came for l- home for lunch or some shit as I was coming, like pulled my pants up and came in my pants and then had to get a lecture about not jerking off at the family computer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was pretty fucking embarrassing. Um, my mom walking on, in on me getting head when I was in middle school. That was kind of embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, that I can imagine would be, yeah. Um, God damn. I think it would be the time that I went to go kiss my friend Sammy on the forehead and she thought I was going in for a kiss and got really fucking mad about it. Oh, yeah. um, also, uh, there's been, there was like a time that I went to kiss this girl that i thought was into me and she like did the, the cheek turn oh yeah and it was in front of a bunch of people so yeah that was embarrassing um i don't know i'm sure there's more that my brain's just repressed because i've been through a lot of shit and oh yeah there, I, I feel like i have a lot of repressed memories that i don't i can't recall there's a good chunk of my youth that i just don't remember much about and i know it was because like i was partying and stuff back then but also, I think just a lot of shit happened that I don't want to remember. <laughs> yeah. Sub- subconsciously. Uh, all right, here's one from Adam. So if they have or haven't legalized marijuana in your state, if they do... They have not. Uh, I don't... I think it's medical here only, but uh, if they do, do you think it'll be heavily taxed and the people will still acquire it through not-so-legal means? In Australia, medicinal stuff is super pricey, so a lot of people still obtain it through the old way, and it isn't legally recreational in a lot of states. And it isn't legally recreational in a lot of states over there. So, I live in North Carolina, the state of taxes, so they would tax the absolute fuck out of it, I'm sure. Um, That being said, if it's legal recreationally, then you can get it from the strudel guy down the street, and it's still legal. Um, But, I feel like most people would rather pay the taxes... And avoid the hassle of traditional drug purchasing. Like having to go bring your drug dealer a bunch of beer out of his fridge or having to go get him a fucking tub of ice cream on the way to his house. You know, <laughs> shit Dalton has to do. Bro, are you kidding me? That makes him the coolest dude ever. You don't understand that sometimes he'll be like, well, you bring me some ice cream and some beer. And I'll be like, yeah. And I show up and he pays me back for it and then hands me a fat bag for going to get it for him. Like, Yeah, but... Ted, who works in IT and wears polo shirts recreationally, doesn't want to do that. So he's going to go to the dispensary and pay the asinine prices for some bougie-ass mid-grade weed with a fancy name. Oh, brother, let me tell you. When I was younger, there was this dude named Josh. And once he went to college, he became a complete douchebag. Like, he was a douchebag beforehand. But he became a yeah. complete 100% douchebag when he went to college. And he saw me one time. He's like, oh, yeah, man. Uh, how you been doing? Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, like, so, like, you still smoke? Oh, yeah? How much you pay for an ounce? And at the time, I was paying, like, 150 And he's like, oh, man, it may, probably not that good. Dude, we've been smoking on some shit that's, like, $900 an ounce, and it's just so fucking good. And I'm thinking to myself, bro, you're getting fucking ripped. Even back then, I was like, you're getting ripped off. $950 oh, yeah. an ounce. Oh, that yeah. shit better make me high for a week every time I take one hit. Yeah. Get fucked, you dumbass college rich boy. You fucking frat boy, motherfucker. Sorry, Nate. I know you're a frat boy, but 
Nate, Nate, when you walk in, Nate's the coolest frat boy I've ever met. I want to throw that out there. I normally fucking despise frat boys. Nate's super cool. I just want to throw that out there. Except he fucking pisses on decent game picks and doesn't answer people's questions. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So the next question we fucked around and didn't do. So Fenris, we're going to have to push you to next week. Um, there was a typing quiz he posted in the discord. Oh fuck. I've done a typing yeah, test before, we, but I don't remember how fast it was. So yeah, I'd have to try that again. I've done one, but it was a long time ago when I was much better at typing. So I've, yeah. I've always been a pecker with my two pointers, but I could type really fast like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I have like, yeah, trying to do the traditional, like full two hands fucks me up. Yeah. I'm kind of a like maybe like a two fingers on each hand pecker. But like you said, I was super fucking quick with it because you learn the the lay of the land. So you're not looking for letters. You're just kind of like reaching wherever you need. Yeah. I almost have like and people in discord that I talk with on a regular basis will have noticed this at some point. I almost have dyslexia when I'm typing really quickly is like I will like type a word like say thought. Like T H O U G H T, and I'll type yeah. out T H O U H G T or something yep. like that. I'll get get one letter wrong. I don't know why, but it happens to me all the fucking. It time. happens to me all the time, and I think it's just the speed you're going that you just you miss a letter. Basically, it's I mean it's hard to it sounds weird, but I feel like that's what it is. It's the speed at which you're typing. Now, like on the phone, it happens all the time because I got fat sausage fingers and little fucking touchscreen keyboards. There's no tactile response. So it just makes it harder. All right. Um, so we'll do that for you next week, Finn. Sorry about that. Yeah, we'll do that one for you, Finners. We'll make that a topic next week, and we'll we'll both do the test. And I'm going to add that to the show notes right now. <laughs> um, so another one from Fenders. While you're doing that, do you have a favorite song that means something completely different than the music video story tells? Surpri- surprisingly, yes. Um. Whiskey in the Jar, the Metallica cover. Yep. It's a fucking narrative song. It tells a story. The story is great, but have you ever seen the music video for it? Isn't it just like them playing at a party? Yeah, it's just like them playing at a house party. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck, Metallica? You could have made an epic music video out of this. I agree with you, but also I think it's because that song was on Garage Days, which is supposed to be like an an ode back to when they played back in the day like at house shows and stuff i could be wrong whiskey yeah, in the jar might have been on load no it was on garaging but that album's kind of doo-doo so oh, it's got their misfit covers i like their misfit covers yeah but um, i can't name any of the other stuff on there now <laughs> do you remember stickdeath.com with all the fucking stick figure animations of shit sounds familiar yeah they did a stick figure animation music video of it that told the actual story Man, it's fucking great. I'll have to find that and send it to you. Yeah, please do. I will definitely check that out. Um, the one that jumps to my mind is just the song. Okay, so it's Mind Tile by Rammstein. I actually think I did it as a cover on one of the end of our episodes recently. Oh, nice. Um, the song is about, I think his name was Arwen, Mi- Arwen Myers, Mivis, uh, over in Germany. The guy that put out the bulletin about he wanted someone to uh, have gay relations with and then kill them and eat them and somebody took him up on it and he filmed the whole thing and he ended up being arrested 
when they asked him like where's the rest of the dude he was like he's in my deep freeze in the basement and they went down there and there were just like pieces of this body cut up and stuff Damn. it was fucking wild it was this huge trial over in germany well rammstein wrote the song mind tile about that uh-huh. but the music video is much more like just the guys doing really weird things like there's this one guy laying on the ground like stiff but also like convulsing and rolling around um there's a scene where till the lead singer is getting head from an angel as he's biting off the feathers and tearing off the feathers of the wings and stuff um there's a scene where he's singing and he's got like that dental dam thing in so his mouth is super open Uh it's just a weird fucking video that has nothing to do with the song coming on but like at the very that's that's not a dental dam by the way oh what's what's the uh what's that called uh, that's right the dental dam is the thing they put when they're shaving off stuff and you don't want it to go down your throat I mean right? technically a dental dam is well the dental dam I know is that but it goes on a girl's pussy so you can lick it without any kind of contact oh I've never heard of that interesting but no the thing you're talking about is there's a name for it I don't fucking know I don't go to the dentist well, he's, he's wearing one of those <laughs> that like keeps your mouth wide open yeah the plastic things. Um, the end of the music video yeah. is their drummer dressed as a woman um, coming up out of New York subway with all the rest of the members in bondage stuff on leashes, walking them like they're dogs, like they're on their all nice. fours. And they're just like, that's just the end of the music video is them just walking across the street in New York like this. And like, I'm sure nobody batted a fucking eye in New York. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's a cool ass music video. Um, Oh, last question for this page from Jeff. So before we do that, yes, a dental dam is technically the, the latex sheet you're talking about okay. that they like put in your mouth and just like cut out, put it around the one tooth they're working on. Yeah. But it is also when you when you Google dental dam, it brings up the first link is a CDC thing of how to use a dental dam. Dental dams are latex or polyurethane sheets used between the mouth and vagina or anus during oral sex. So, yeah. Interesting. You put a piece of latex over the butthole and then y'all. Or, or you could just. You don't be a pussy about yeah. it and you just stick your tongue directly in the asshole. Yeah, dude. Get deep up in there, too. <laughs> like spread them cheeks. Absolutely. You got to know, know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so, if you were the best man at your co host's wedding, what are some of the things you would say to be genuine? And the things you would say to be an asshole. I have an answer if you need to think about it. Okay, yeah, go for okay. it. So I would just absolutely ream you for being an ass, right? Of course, yeah. I'd start off with that. Um, but then I would absolutely right. talk about how, like, you're a good dude. Like, you have a good heart, and she is going to be uh, luckier for it. You know what I mean? Like, being with you, because like, yeah. you're a good guy. Um but and she is going to get her asshole eaten all the time but how i would end it is i would say i hope that you enjoyed this speech and if not don't worry i'll do better at the next wedding <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah that, that's yeah that's what uh so what was it where it's like if you're the best man at, at somebody's wedding and then you're the best man at their second wedding is it rude to stand up and say welcome back everyone <laughs> We gather here again today. <laughs> so my answer would probably be the same. Um, I probably, like you said, ream you and shit. Um, so what would I say? Oh man, I don't know. Hmm, it's getting late. 
It is. <laughs> what would I say? I mean, like you said, as far as the genuine stuff, I'd say, you know, how you're a good person and she's going to be taken care of and blah, blah, blah. And then, hmm, what would I say? <laughs> Maybe something along those lines, but, but if you really need your ass eaten by a pro, call me sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Mow your own grass, Jeremy. Mow your own grass. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's see. Here's another one from Fenris. If you could only eat food from one fast food place for the rest of your life, what would it be? Burger King. I could eat those original chicken sandwiches every day. Or Fazoli's. But we don't have Fazoli's around here. Um, but Fazoli's is the shit. Let's see. So if my real answer would probably also be Burger King. But if I'm going to be a stickler, a stickler, uh, I'm going to do one of those like combo Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC places. Because oh, yeah. then you have at no, least a little variety. <laughs> but if that doesn't I don't count, think that counts. then I'll do Burger King as well. I love me a double nope, water. That's it. You get Arby's now. That's it. <laughs> that's it. You get, I'd, be, I'd be cool with Arby's, man. Do that fucking horsey sauce. Yes, please. On a nice. It'll blow your ass off. Nice, up. hot, moist roast beef sandwich. Mmm. I mean, I like eating moist roast beef sandwiches. Buzzing. Bazinga. Another one from Fenris. Gandalf versus Dumbledore. Who would win? I'm going to let you answer this first. Uh, well, I think the more powerful wizard is probably Gandalf. Um, Dumbledore, I mean, obviously he could hit him with the Avada Kedavra, but I feel like Gandalf would dodge that. So like, I'm going to go Gandalf. I just feel like Gandalf is a stronger sorcerer of the two. Um that's just my opinion so as you know i'm not a fan of harry potter or lord of the rings so while they're in there i'm gonna come in in a t-shirt with the sleeves cut off fucking dale earnhardt senior (laughs) sleeves cut off (laughs) t-shirt fucking camo daisy duke shorts fucking trucker hat i'm gonna beat the shit out of both of them i'm gonna shove their magic wands up their assholes i win america america Merc. Apostrophe M U R I C A. Merca. Yeah, I don't know because I don't. I haven't really watched much of either of those. I'm just not that into either of those franchises. Hey man, it's all good. Each their own, you know. Sorry. This next one's from Wasted Kana. Wasted Kana. Why does alcohol and smoking just feel so good? Because <laughs> you're not supposed to do it. I think anything you're not supposed to do is better. Yeah. That and uh, I think it just helps numb some things. You know what I mean? Well, like at least alcohol. I know with weed, weed helps me control my anxiety because I get real bad anxiety um, and I can smoke some pot and it just chills me the fuck out. And uh, it also like when I get home from work and I'm really sore and I smoke a joint or two, like my muscles loosen up a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Now I may sound really loose right now, but that's because I took two muscle relaxers earlier. Um, but dude, have you tried Delta Eight? Uh, no, I have not. Delta Eight is federally legal THC, and it will fuck you up. Like you will get high as giraffe ass <laughs> off a of Delta Eight. Higher than giraffe pussy. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Let's see, Adam. Where have you lived that has been the most fun? I remember we were talking about this question because, like, 
I've never lived outside of a like 30 mile radius. So here, I guess. I remember when we were kids, the house we lived in had a, like it was on a slope. So it was really fun for riding bikes and sleds and stuff. Yeah. So I'd probably go with that. But because I was a kid and life was more fun. <laughs> I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. Um, so I have an answer that I don't think counts, and then I'll give an answer that counts. Um, the answer that I would give is when I was up in New York. Did you cut out again? I don't believe so. Damn it! You're cutting out again, yeah. But it says voice connected, full, full, full bars. I don't know what to tell you. But you can. I can hear you I was now. Say, but you can hear me now. <laughs> yeah uh, so i didn't hear your answer but I, I haven't given one yet uh if that makes you feel better yeah. um I, just, I i feel like there's one that doesn't count and there's one that probably counts but i'm gonna go with the one that doesn't count first and uh that would be like when i went up to new york and i visited ryan for about i don't know i was up there like a month and a half two months and i, I basically lived yeah. up there with him and it was it was a blast man just like hanging out with him and his lady and the little kid and watching the kid you know learn things as i was there um it was just it was cool it was cool it was like a and they were very loving and open and plus being in new york even though it was it was in a town called i think hornell which is a, like an hour or two outside of rochester so it was like more right. upper western new york beautiful though fucking beautiful me and ryan we couldn't smoke in the apartment so we'd go for drives to go smoke some pot and he would just drive me on these roads with these mountains and shit that obviously we don't have down here in florida florida's flat as fuck oh yeah and just the mountains it was just beautiful for the month and a half or so that i was there um but i'd say around here because i've never really like i moved here in first grade to keystone so like i haven't really gone too far out but when i lived with my buddy caleb it didn't end well but while i was living there with me him and todd like that was blast just three friends living in a house together it was it was fun okay let's see jeff coming in with the hate questions what is a band or artist (laughs) that you absolutely hate I can't think of an answer for this, so I don't, because I, like, you know, I've said a lot. I don't usually say I hate stuff. Um, I just say it's not for me. Um, I can't really think of, like, any band that I would say I hate. It's pretty typical, my answer, but I just don't like listening to them, and it's Bieber. Yeah, see, I like some Bieber songs. I just, I don't know, I can't get into them. I don't know what it is. I need to send you that song, Lonely. I think you would like that one. Maybe. He, He really turned me off when I saw him doing Desposito live but he didn't know the actual words so he was just like uh, making up like just saying random words that sounded like Spanish words like Doritos and Cheetos uh, and things and yeah. it just seemed a little offensive to me especially since he was singing to a Spanish audience but you know it is what it is yeah that's pretty that's pretty fucked up um, so what video game do you absolutely hate same thing but I will say for the sake of answering the question Elden Ring <laughs> I just don't like it fair uh, like I hate that it overshadowed what I consider to be superior games that came out around the same time, but I don't know. Elden Ring, it's weird because I've played it and I really enjoyed it and I liked the aesthetic of it and everything, but I didn't beat it and I have nothing calling me back to play it again. Yeah. Like it's just I don't know. I feel like Elden Ring got graded like it is because there's this weird like collective boner for dark Souls dark souls games yeah which and, is weird to me because yeah i don't know 
I don't. I'm. It's I'm like the people that love them are fucking savagely in love with them and will savagely defend them. Like if you if you look at somebody who likes Dark Souls games, you're like, eh, I don't like Dark Souls games. They're like, oh, you just got to blah 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 blah. You just you must just not be good enough. Yeah. So you know, I just don't want to fight the same boss 150 times. It's the equivalent of the Rick and Morty fan base. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, like Rick and Morty is decent for what it is. Like I've watched episodes that I thought were funny, oh, yeah. but like. People that I know. I love the show. It's funny as shit, but yeah, those hardcore fucking fans are something else. Yeah. Um, my video game that I absolutely hate, I wouldn't say I abs well, so if I hate it, hate it, it would be Tiny Bridge Rat Venture. It's a <laughs> show I played a long time ago for the Steam Machine podcast. That game fucking it's awful. Um But my my two other answers that are the ones that people expect are uh Dead by Daylight <laughs> and Blair Witch and Blair Witch. I won't say I hate those games, but I just dislike them. So, so Beth is gonna scratch you off her friends list. <laughs> I'll explain that later. I was gonna say Beth. I'll explain okay, that later. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Little inside thing. Um, so, what is a movie that you absolutely hate? Uh, I don't know. Like trying to think of one. Velocipaster. <laughs> that movie was hot fucking garbage. Movie's funny. It's that movie was it's so not bad even, it's funny. It was not even like good uh, as a movie they intentionally made bad, I don't think. But like I said I don't hate it. Had a couple of funny things in it, but yeah, I can't think of anything like I flat out just hate. Man, I could probably like if I sat and thought about it long enough, remember like a movie that would come on TV that I was just like, "Oh, Jesus Christ, not this." Baby, but like, like I said, I just one doesn't come off the I top. try not to hate stuff. I try to just say, "Meh." I don't like it. Yeah. Like, I'm not a huge fan. Don't have so much hate in your heart, Jeff. I'm not a huge fan of uh, the Fast and the Furious movies after the second one. Yeah, they get a little... Like, I love Fast and Furious, but they get a little... The second one's good. Tokyo Drift is probably the best Fast and Furious movie, which is the third one. That's one one I need to see still. After that, they kind of just get progressively more ridiculous. Well, yeah, because it went from street racing and about cars and stuff to being like blockbuster action movies bank heists yeah. and all that and it's like dude i just yeah. i really liked need for speed underground the movie <laughs> yeah that movie was it was all right um so what tv show do you absolutely hate uh you got an answer for that one the apprentice i never watched the apprentice but based solely on donald trump i could agree it's just it was just an ego trip bro like i even when that show was on back in the day i used to ask why do people watch this why do people care about donald trump like what the fuck even this was way before that's why people would be like oh you just fucking hate donald trump because he's a republican no i actually thought he was a piece of shit when he was on the apprentice thank you very much (laughs) he's one of those just waste of space like, just because he was born with a fucking gold spoon in his mouth, like, he became famous and, like, fuck him. Yeah. Before all this shit, fuck him. Um, no, I, ha- I do have one. What was that fucking show, Toddlers and Tiaras or something, where the moms oh, are putting their kids through those fucking the beauty, beauty pageant pageants? show. Yeah, any reality TV shows like that. Fucking, those moms need to be arrested for child abuse, like. Yeah. I remember like little girls seeing clips of little girls like bawling their eyes out because they didn't want to do this shit. The moms are basically like, oh, I'm living vicariously through you. So you're going to have to do this shit whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. So that would probably be my answer. Shows like that. uh, Dr. Pimple Popper 
can fuck off. Yeah, uh, fuck that show too. That show botched. That show can fuck off. Like I don't want to see like surgery mishaps. I don't want to see ki- kids yeah, exploited. I don't want to see the the housewives of New Jersey. Why do I give a yeah. fuck about some rich white people? Like what? Why the yeah. fuck does that matter? Why do I care about mob wives? You know, reality TV generally is just stupid shit. There are some good ones. Like I don't mind. Like I didn't mind Survivor. I didn't mind like Naked and Afraid. I didn't mind like Comic Book Men or Pawn Stars. But like you yeah. you you go in knowing that those there's some setup to all of this and just knowing that like some of these shows they're setting them up to be as awful as they are. Like you mentioned with the pageant stars and stuff like it's just fucked. Like why do people enjoy that shit? That's what I want to know. Like what is it just because you, you feed vicariously off pain and suffering of other people? I don't understand. <clears throat> It's like that tool song, Vicarious. Cause I need to watch things die from a distance. Vicariously, I live while the whole world dies. Like, that shit's true. Yeah. It's fucked up. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jeff. Don't have so much hate in your heart, Jeff. In fact, be more loving and accepting like Dalton and I. Ask us a love question next week, Jeff. That's your yeah. assignment from us. Ask us what we love, because I'll tell you, eating ass and getting my dick sucked. Jesus Christ. Well, you already answered it. Why, <laughs> why would go. he ask that question now? <laughs> um, so, a question from Ostara. Why are you and Jeremy so amazing? Well, I'll tell you, I'm the best there is, plain and simple. When I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. <laughs> Ricky Bobby, baby, if you ain't first, you're last. It's funny you say that you're the best, because I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, sir debatable i agree because that's sean michaels not bret hart Ooh, another controversy another controversy topic (laughs) um i don't know man like i just try to be the best person that i can be like i'm all like i've been chatting with a friend recently and like she keeps commenting on the like that i keep making her smile and blush and things like that and it's like i'm just being me like i'm not that's how i'm not being flirty i mean i am being flirty but you know what i mean like i'm not like oh i want to fuck you like it's it's just like my thing is i'm flirty sometimes but i'm never gonna tell you something that's not true i'm never gonna lie to you to make you feel better like if i'm telling you oh i think you have a pretty smile oh i think you look pretty today it's because it's true it's not to make you feel better like if it makes you smile it makes you feel better that's awesome but i'm not gonna like lie to you about it yeah exactly 100 percent, dude and like I don't know, I just I like making people smile. That's my thing. Make them smile, make them laugh. I, if I had to come up with a legit answer to this question, I'd probably say because we're both fairly genuine people. We don't really bullshit. We don't really. I mean, this is a bullshit podcast, I was about to say, but we uh, don't really. We don't really bullshit people in real life. We don't really play games and shit like that. We're just genuine people. Yeah, like we're both open books. You can trust us to an extent. Well, you can trust me fully. I just want to throw that out yeah. there. You might have to trust Jeremy to an extent because he's a villain. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you can trust me. Just probably don't like co-sign alone for me. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I give you that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's that's more because I'm broken, not that I'm trust not trustworthy. <laughs> like if I have the money, I'll pay the bill. But I mean, I don't know. Why don't Why don't you guys write in and tell us why we're so amazing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's everybody's assignment for next week. <laughs> Write in and tell us why we rock your world. 
Yeah. And we'll read it out loud. So the next question is from Brian. <laughs> this is a, 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 a diversion from his normal questions that he asks. Do you guys also get that weird guilty feeling when you finish masturbating? <laughs> I want to preface this by saying I imagine Brian thinking up this question shortly after masturbating. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I felt like he was fucking ripping one out watching like videos of girls shitting each other's mouths or something. And then he's like, oh, 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 oh. And he's like, oh, oh, God. Oh, God, what have I done? I'll I'll say for me, it depends highly on what I'm watching. Yeah, we talked about that a little <laughs> before the show. And yeah, to me, it's depends on how down and dirty the porno I'm watching is. Like, yeah, if it's some fucking hardcore shit, I might be like, uh, well, why, why would I watch this? But I mean, sometimes you just got to dig deep in the well. Now, I'll say that recently the stuff that I've been cranking them out to. Uh, no, I don't feel guilty at all. If anything, it just makes me want to bust another one. Uh, it's been wonderful. Um, but yeah, again, highly dependent on what you're, what you're watching. Cause like, so let me ask you this and Brian, if you hear this, you can answer in the discord, feel free in the apps pod ch- show chat channel, yeah, please in that channel, please um, in that channel. That's- not anywhere else because this is weird. Have you, uh, how bad does it feel to get a lackluster orgasm from jerking off. Oh, it's the fucking worst. You're, like you're jerking it and you're like, oh, uh, uh, that's it. Like that's all I get. What the fuck is that? Dude, it usually happens to me when it's like I've already jerked off once or twice that day. Oh, and yeah. then I go for that third or fourth one, maybe fifth, depending on how lonely I'm feeling. You're just like, you get all this build up and then it's just like, you don't get that climax. You get a, It's just sort of really weak and you're just like, oh, what the fuck is that? It reminds me of this Pornhub comment I saw one time that absolutely cracked me the fuck up. I was like, that's it? She fucked the shit out of you for like an hour, bro, and that's all you could give her was two little spurts? That's it? Two little pit piddly fucking shots? You couldn't give that bitch a whole face load? Get the fuck out of here. You don't deserve to be in porn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, that's the worst is when you just like cranking down on it and you just get that fucking just mediocre nut. Now, and just, ugh, I hate now that's it. This might be more so just a thing that happens to me because I'm fat and out of shape. I'm getting back into shape. But like when I was out of shape, um, I'd be fucking a girl and like it was like I was having to focus too much. Like, OK, if I'm on top and I'm having to hold my big ass up after a while, yeah. I'm focusing more on the fact that I don't want my arms to give out than I am fucking. Yeah. And then like my dick will start not being as hard anymore. Because it's like, I'm not focused on the, the good feeling. I'm just focused on my arms hurting like a motherfucker. That's why I always say I do my best work from the bottom. Baby girl, you climb on top. Let me, gra- let me grab the, them hips. Yeah, so in the words of Jack Black, so you know what you do? You, you tell her, get on top, baby. You do what you want. <laughs> Sometimes she'll start fucking you really hard. And you're like, oh, oh, you like, like that? Gonna, you like fucking hard? Oh, I'm going to spurt. Oh, slow down. I'm going to spurt. Oh, oh. Shouldn't have fucked me so hard. Fuck me so hard. <laughs> Yeah, like definitely do my best work from the bottom. Um, but yeah, like lackluster nuts suck. But when you get that fucking golden goose of a nut, where like legs shake, your fucking yeah, your fucking feet lift up off the ground, your fucking legs are shaking. You're like oh fuck, yeah, those dude, I get those from BJ's most of the time. 
like fucking toe curling orgasms. Dude, I cannot. I, I uh, have the hardest time coming from blowjobs. Like pussy. It usually it usually doesn't work for me. I've had like three or four girls that were able to like get the job done. When it works, holy fucking hell, is it good? Uh, like Jesus Christ. I'll be, I, my favorite thing to hear is you don't have to pull out them on birth control. Sweet. Because then I know I'm, bu- I'm oh, about yeah. to bust the best nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I do. That's what's so good about anal. Take that condom off and fucking just blast that baby gravy all up in the poop okay. sheet. Okay. I, I understand that. But see, I have this thing where they look at me and they go, that's nah, not going in there. No. <laughs> and uh, then I'm like, yeah, okay. No, I, don't, I don't have that problem, fortunately or unfortunately. I would say it's fortunately. <laughs> It's like, like I said, mine is, a, I've never had any complaints about it. It's, it gets the job done. I've had complaints, it's but they a, weren't real complaints. Yeah. It's like a, like a Ryobi power drill. You know, it's not the D Walt or the Milwaukee, but get the job done. <laughs> <laughs> so to quote Bill Paxton from Twister, and this is from Jeff, why are you the way you are? We made a comment earlier about repressed memories. <laughs> There's probably some fucked up shit happened to us. Yeah, I think a combination. And we just don't remember. A combination of uh, past experiences and like the fact that my parents like raised me right and to be loving and respectful to everybody. You know, both my parents are hippies. Yeah. So like they're super chill and loving. And like I like I tell my parents I love them like multiple times a day. Um, and I'll tell my friends that I love them. And like I don't think twice about it. Like some people like I'll tell them I love them and they're like, uh. Yeah, you too, man. And I'm, I understand that, but it's just like I'm yeah. just letting you know because, like, what if I don't fucking wake up tomorrow? I want you to know that I, I loved you. Like, you're my, you're my friends, and I love it. Like, I love you, Jeremy. Like, you're, like, you're my homeboy. Like, well, love you too, Dalton. Thank you. I like to tell people I hate them. <laughs> like, I hate you, bitch. If I die tonight, I want you to know, bitch. I'm gonna kill you. I fucking hate you. You don't want to fuck. I'm gonna with go you. to the pearly gates, and I'm gonna be like, I know I ain't getting in, but you better not let that bitch in either. I'm be fucking waiting in hell. <laughs> Me and Harambe are gonna fucking jump your ass when you get down there. <laughs> you Harambe and Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Like, I took this as more of a depraved. Why are you the way you are? I feel like people my age, people your age, we live through the dawn of the internet as we know it. And the internet used to be a really, really fucked up place. I mean, it's still pretty fucked up, but it was worse. Like. 20 years ago like it was bad yeah in the days of the viruses days of the viruses the days of rotten.com oh yeah heaven 666.org like, yep all that shit um uh let's see so ne- the next one's from jeff too give me an argument why steven spielberg isn't the best director ever i mean i got two words for he, you oh, go ahead he didn't make star wars i mean it's true I got two words Boom. as to why he's not the best director ever. What? Martin Scorsese. That's a good one. That's all I'm saying. Like, that motherfucker Scorsese? does cinematic masterpieces. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino's the second one that came to my mind. Um, Peter Jackson's a pretty good one. No, Now, hold on now. Peter Jackson did Lord of the Rings, sir. I know. I'm not saying they're bad movies. I'm just saying I, I don't like them. They are cinematic masterpieces. I'm just not into them. Okay, I can appreciate that. Um, no, Spielberg's great. Spielberg is like a Mount Rushmore 
I don't know if I can say definitively he's the best director ever, but he would for sure be on the Mount Rushmore of directors. Because you've got E.T., you've got Jaws, you've got Indiana Jones, a um, bunch of other shit. He did We're Back, the animated dinosaur yeah, movie. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. Did he do... Was he Iron Giant? Spielberg? I believe so. I believe so. I think he was. Like, Spielberg's... I know he did E.T. Oh, yeah, E.T. I mean, like, he gets me with Jaws. Like, Jaws is one of my favorite movies of all time. Jurassic Park. Spielberg. Did Spielberg do Jurassic Park? It's He's credited as it on Google. Hell, yeah. That's what's up. I didn't realize yeah, that. directed by Steven Spielberg. And the, uh, the uh, animatronic Tyrannosaurus head was made by the guitar player from Tool. Nice. A random fact. West Side Story, <laughs> Schindler's List. Oh fuck! He did Shindler's Ready Player list. One, shave, Saving Private, Shaving Private Ryan. That was a different. Shaving movie. Ryan's Privates is what you're thinking of. Sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, all the Indian. Jo- fuck Spielberg did Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah. So he's definitely up there uh, for sure. Oh yeah, but oh, he's a producer on the Halo series. So that's un- there that's you go. unfortunate. That strike him off. There the you go, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not the best producer ever. Um. So this next this next question is almost a conundrum for me. Would you rather have more time or more money? Now here's my uh, here's my conundrum. I would love to have more time because then I ha- you just have more time. You can make more money in the time that you have. Or if you had more but money, will you though? Yeah, and if you had more money, you would in theory have more time because you wouldn't have to work yeah. as often. I'm gonna take the money because I feel like I have a better chance making more time with money than I have making more money with time. Because I have some free time now, and I ain't using it to make money, so um, I don't think it's going to work out for me. I'm pretty fucking lazy. <laughs> I'm going to take the money. Oh, take the money and run. So Spielberg has directed 58 movies. Damn, son. That's impressive. Um, Another one from Fenris. Uh, would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors... Or go into the future and meet your great-great-grandchildren? Huh. I feel like the future would be cooler, but I'm going to probably say future because I feel like my ancestors are probably racist. <laughs> so I'm going to... Like, my grandmother's from Germany. Like, uh, I feel like my ancestors are probably racist. I'm going to go meet my ancestors because of how much i like history and just ask them about the world that's going on back then um i wouldn't want to go to the future because like i don't want to know what's going to happen i think it'd be kind of cool i would go to the future and i'd just be like give me a fucking sports almanac i want to know every team that wins every super bowl from 2023 until now (laughs) all right next question is from oh the next three actually are from megan my friend megan um is there anything you've ever disliked for a long period of time and then changed your mind about? Yes. Um, the movie Frozen. I didn't watch Frozen for a long time. I think I watched Frozen in 2020. And I was always just like, you know, eh, it's it's not like it was. It got popular as like this top tier Disney masterpiece. And I was just like, eh, you know. I don't think that's fair. It's a new movie. I don't think it should be so popular. But then, like, I finally watched it with Jonathan, and I was like, damn, it is a pretty good movie. Okay. So, yeah, my answer is Frozen. Um, I believe that my answer would probably be along the same lines, but it's the Twilight series. 
So I still don't I like see that. I still don't like the fact that the vampires sparkle and all of that, right? But like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Once I got past that, there's some good fucking like violent shit that happens in those movies that I I've never seen them. It, it's in it's more so in the later ones, and I've only seen bits and pieces. Like I've only ever sat down and watched the first movie because I was with the chick who wanted to watch it. And, like, it didn't kill me. You know what I mean? But, like, I've always touted that, like, I hate those movies because of what they did to vampires. But, really, they're not terrible movies. It's just, I just don't like the direction that they went with the vampires. That's all. Yeah, makes sense. Um, I'd also say westerns. When I was a kid, my dad watched westerns all the time, and I was just not a fan of them at all. Same. And now that I'm older, like, I kind of like westerns. I think they're pretty good. They're fucking fantastic, dude. Especially the newer shit that's coming out, like man, um, was it the harder they fall? The one that came out with uh, Idris Elba, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, Jonathan Majors. That movie was fucking amazing. Um, so yeah, probably westerns and Frozen. I I didn't like Onions for a long time. I still don't really like Onions, and, and I like them now. I didn't like Tomato either for a long time, but I'll eat it now. Um, and something that I didn't, I didn't quite like for a long time, and even still now, I have to be in the mood for them. Are like peppers, like uh, like green peppers, like bell peppers and stuff. Yeah. Like sometimes I feel like they could overpower some dishes with their flavor, but like if they're incorporated right, or like say like they're the main focus, like a stuffed bell pepper, I I love that shit all day. Oh yeah. Um. So the next question from Megan is, what's something that you are excited about right now? God of War Ragnarok. I cannot wait for that game to come out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like I'm fucking giddy about it. Um I'm excited about my new friend. That's that's had me happy this week. Um I'm excited about Persona five coming to PC next month. Nice. And uh fucking judgment coming to PC. And I'm excited about uh all all the new Yakuza stuff coming. Like Oh yeah, I'm just stoked. and I'm also excited to be like making money again. It's nice to be back at work <laughs> after being out of work yeah. for like a year, maybe longer. Maybe I'll know how making money feels again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last question from Megan is, "What's the worst gift you have ever received?" Hmm. Trying to think of the worst gift I've had, like shit that was obvious re gifts from people that are like close enough that you shouldn't be getting re-gifted shit from but i'm trying to think of like if i can nail down a specific like terrible gift i've been given i can think of one and it it wasn't that i didn't like it or anything it was more that i was just disappointed yeah. and it was recently so i don't remember if it was christmas or my birthday um my mom and dad gave me an early present of this little air-conditioned type thing that i keep by my computer called an arctic air yeah and i was like hell yeah dude this will this will help cool my room off yada yada i was really excited about it so then my actual birthday comes up and there's one gift it's a box sitting on the table and i unwrap it and it's a box that's taped shut so i open up that box and it was another arctic air uh-huh. and i was just so disappointed because when i saw the big box i was thinking "Ooh, maybe it's something for my grill maybe a computer part maybe you know i didn't know what it could be but then i opened it up and it was just the same thing i already had it was kind of just like huh well thank you and i i feel i felt so bad because i did not hide my disappointment well because my mom totally totally picked up on it and uh i i 
I feel I, I feel bad about that now. Yeah, but yeah, that sucks. Um, I remember I was talking about it the other day. Like I said, my favorite toys were my Power Rangers, and uh, I remember being at my grandmother's house one day, one Christmas, and I was at the age where you were you understood if you got something you already had, you just said thank you, and then you could take it back and exchange it later. Yeah. So I got some Power Rangers action figures, and I already had them like my aunt or something. So I was like, oh, cool. Thank you. And my little brother is two years younger than me. He's like, he goes, you've already got those. And my mom just like stares daggers at him. <laughs> oh, man. But hey, it wasn't always bad to have oh. duplicate toys because then you could like nah. do different things with them. I don't know. Well, I would always just take them back and get the ones I didn't have. Yeah. Like, I think she got me like the pink ranger and I needed like the white ranger the black ranger or something like to complete my set i just took it to walmart and got the one i needed instead um trying to think of a really bad gift i don't know just like nothing's coming to coming to mind at the moment um this past father's day sucked but it was because i didn't get anything at all including acknowledgement that it was father's day that was kind of shitty yeah that's that is shitty I literally got a, as I was getting ready to walk out the door to go to work, I got a looking at Facebook and going, oh, shit, I forgot. Happy Father's Day. Like in that tone. And that was it for the whole day. So I, uh, yeah. I know that I can remember a gift that my buddy Dustin got that I'm sure was the worst gift he ever received. And that was the gift of chlamydia. <laughs> That's a fun one. Yeah. So he had some penicillin and he felt better, but. I just it was always yeah. fun. I re- I'll never forget riding in the car, and it was me, him, Todd, and I think JP. And I just looked at him and I said, "Hey guys, did you know that one in four people have had chlamydia before?" And Dustin just goes, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so the final question for this week. I felt like you might like this one. This is from Ostara. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> You are in your own choose-your-own-adventure story, and you have these four locations that you can travel to to complete your quest. The locations are the Mythical Forest, a Dragon's Lair, a graveyard full of Necromancer, or a castle that gives you a creepy vibe, and just seeing it brings fear into you for unknown reasons. What would you pick, and what would you imagine happening when you get to your quest location? So every ounce of me wants to go America on this. But I'm going to answer this legitimately in a fantasy kind of D&D way. So I would pick the Dragon's Lair. So the quest would be, you know, to retrieve the princess from this Dragon's Lair from the kingdom. And so I go into the Dragon's Lair, you know, making my way through. I get there and there's this knight trying to fight the dragon and the dragon's losing and it looks really scared and vulnerable so i just run up and like stab the knight from behind and kill him and befriend the dragon who come to find out the princess had already befriended the dragon fall in love with the princess the dragon is like our pet companion whatever you want to call it and just fly off into the sunset burn down the kingdom because like come to find out the king was like a pedophile or something yeah Okay. So yeah, I would adopt the dragon, marry the princess, and fuck off with the king. So you would you would basically just reenact the plot of Shrek. More or less, yeah. 
Except, uh, well, maybe I'd have a pet donkey that fucked the dragon. I don't know. Why not? At that point, why the fuck? Twas I who fucked the dragon. Fuckalizing, fuckaloo. <laughs> if you try to fuck with me, then I shall fuck you too. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go Mythical Forest. Right? All right. And I have to go in there to retrieve a potion that will save the queen, for she has fallen ill. So I go into the Mythical Forest, and I come upon a fae surrounded by some beasts. So I draw my weapon, probably a sword and shield. I'm a sword and board kind of guy. Go in, save the fae from the beasts. The fae thanks me, leads me into the fae wood, which is the fairy area where all they all of them hang out. We go in there, and then I ask them if they can help me with this potion. They happen to have the ingredients there. Everyone's topless. It's wonderful. There's titties and happiness all over. And uh, they make me an honorary fae. Give me the ability to fly, and I fly back to the castle, and I present the ingredients to the alchemist, who then brews the potion to make the queen feel better. And she knights me after that, and uh, yeah, the story ends. I'm a knight in my shining glory, with the sword going over my shoulder, and congratulations. Congratulations, you you won the the game. You show up at the fairyland, and you're like, I need this potion to save the queen. They're like, oh yeah. Go see that guy. He's sitting on the back of the El Camino. You look over and it's me in like a Jaws tank top and fucking board shorts, cracking a Coors Light open. It's like, oh, yeah, you got to save your princess. Just toss you a fucking Coors Light. (laughs) That'll fix her right up. Fucking PBR, fucking 411 Steel Reserve. Oh, God, Steel Reserve. Yeah, chuggers. I have a chug that. That don't fix her nothing, Will. (laughs) Well, I believe, sir, that that's going to wrap it up this week. Oh yeah. Um, actually, a little on the shorter side. People are going to be disappointed. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I want to give first and foremost a shout out to our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com slash yabspod, and that would be Jeff and Kana. You guys rock. Thank you very much. Yes, you guys rock. If if you would like to be a Patreon, yes, you can sign up. You can head to patreon.com slash yabspod. Like I said, uh, one dollar. A month gives you early access to the episodes and you get your shout out. Uh, $5 a month will get you both of those things plus any of the extra BS episodes that we record and put up for you. Which we recently did one um, about something. I don't remember. Oh, our passions. Yeah, it was our passions. Yeah, we did an episode about our passions and why we are passionate about things we're passionate about. And uh, We got a few more cooking up as far as... Also, we're going to have some spooky ones for October, so yeah, be on the lookout for those. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, but yeah, if you want to shoot us over an email, you can find us at yetanotherbspod at gmail.com. Like if you want to ask a question and stay anonymous, that's a good way to do it. That way nobody in Discord can see it. Um, or if you just want to, I don't know, send us titties. That, that's cool, too. Yeah. Um, Pictures of tits and buttholes. I mean, or, or, I'm not going to say no to Or your balls. Why not? We'll, we'll keep it I open mean, to yeah. everybody. <laughs> dick and balls i mean whatever you want to show we're an open we're open <laughs> we're open for business facebook.com slash group slash yet another bs podcast it's pretty quiet in there but if you'd like to go join you can um i highly recommend joining the discord which is absolutely bit.ly slash tsmp discord all capital letters um and i'll give that one more time because i think i ran some of them together tsmp discord all capital letters and uh yeah come join us man that's where we hang out we talk every day it's 
growing the, the community is growing and it makes my heart grow slightly bigger oh, yeah. every day it warms my black little heart yeah i've noticed like you said when i tag uh everyone with the weekly uh yabs pod questions it's like you're tagging 67 plus people I'm like good tag them all <laughs> tag all their family and friends too yeah um we're also over on twitter you can find us at yabs pod uh y-a-b-s-p-o-d uh, you can find him at just call me Jezza, and you can find me at Super Nerd Dalton. And I upload our episodes each and every week to the website, where I also include Jeremy's photoshops that he does for the questions and our songs of the week. I embed them in there too, and you can find that at yabspod.wordpress.com. And I think that's gonna about do it for this week, my brother. Yep. So uh, until next time, and as always, guys, take it easy. Jesus Christ, if he knows the reasons why, he did it.